0: Everyone relax, this is Tophop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the one year... They said we'd never make it. I said we'd never make it. Our one year anniversary of Fofop. uh guest Charlie, number one, as now immortalised... On a souvenir t-shirt yeah. available from Estoy Merchandise, Dave Anthony. That's is here. really something, yeah. Right. Yeah. We I'm made it a, a year and a t-shirt, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Did you know a year ago when we first recorded that episode that one day this would be a t-shirt? No, because <laughs> I was off mic.
1: Uh, as I recall... Uh, the first we recorded like three the first yep. night and we got drunker as it went on yep and i kept sitting lower away from the right. microphone
0: <laughs> in the beanbag away from the <laughs> microphone i have two microphones now though yeah so like and you know and even pop shields now that's been a new thing so oh yeah you know so i mean you know things are going up in the world
1: i, I popped a lot on my last podcast
0: and you also uh you're not drinking now a year later
1: your uh, life's changed.
0: I've, I've had, well, I had a couple of beers last night. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Cool. But I've, I've Did had... Did you have those old Milwaukee beers? I tried one. Oh, my God. I mean... I mean, I know they're, tr- they're trying to get them to sponsor the, great, the beautiful right? Authors Comedy <laughs> Network. So what I'm trying to say is they were Delicious. I enjoyed the way that they fizzed up, mm. even if they'd been sitting around for ages. Ages. That's the sign of a quality beer for me. I don't drink uh, American beer. Uh, right. I don't.
1: No. Yeah. like Budweiser, But when you do drink Tours, American beer, you drink old Milwaukee. Old Milwaukee.
0: Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> As I like to call it, old will Walker, right? Come on.
1: Oh, tour number
0: 22? It will be... Um, uh, it, it did kind of feel like I was watching this advertisement the other night for like some dude like asked for a water and they go, oh, we've got something better than water now. It's flavored water. And I'm like, that's not better than <laughs> that's water. Not, not. Water's you put, fine. You put, now that's cordial. <laughs> that's not water. <laughs> that's not water you at all. You can't sell that as water.
1: Flavored water is no longer water.
0: No. You've taken out all the good things that make it water. Yeah. are like, no, but we've added sugar and color. That's the point. Well, that's Coca-Cola also. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, anyway, it's good to like be here. What like one year later? I had an right. anniversary of my own recently. I had my fortieth birthday. Wow! And uh, went back to Australia. Flew back to Australia for my fortieth birthday. That's a big deal. Yeah, went back for a week. Yeah, gave myself like a week off to kind of just like you know yeah enjoy myself yeah enjoy the last week of my 30s yeah celebrating style yeah and so I got back to Australia first thing first thing I did went back home saw the you know the cats and the, the dog. dog that was yeah. fun. And then Amy and I what is, uh, how does a dog react to you when it hasn't seen you for so long? Uh, she loves me. She's yeah. excited to see me. Uh, and she urinates everywhere Really? Yeah That's what she does When wow. she's really excited That's Like awful. basically You can tell How excited she is to see you Bye. By how much she wheezes on the floor <laughs> That's beautiful Like and if you When you get home Because you're not meant to Like you know Be excited As they are When you yeah. get home Because otherwise the, As soon as you leave They're like you know Pining at the door Waiting for you to come right. home right? right So you're meant to kind of You know Treat them mean Keep them keen Yeah You're meant to neg them You're meant to get back <laughs> You're meant beautiful. to give him the old Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> ignore him for years. They
1: ignore him for years and then have sex with him.
0: <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. not it like what? I was related to the dog. <laughs> I
1: just uh, The dog would just be around the house for years and I right. wouldn't pay attention to I it. I know it was
0: my girlfriend's dog, but I think you'll find that I ignored <laughs> it for years. Until I fucked it. And I only took those photos because <laughs> she wanted to do modeling. And what...
1: What modeling agency doesn't want to see a young
0: 17-year-old spread eagle? No modeling agency. Everybody. Every modeling. That's why people start modeling agencies. Because I was like, I was going to go into child pornography. But I thought, you know what? This is a legitimate business. This is much better. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, so she's very excited. She was very excited to see me. That was fun. Yeah. And then uh, Amy and I went down to the beach for a while. That was pretty fun. And mm-hmm. then uh, went and saw a movie. Because I was like, you know what? It's first day back. Can't really do much. Yeah. Got a big day tomorrow. We'll go and see a movie. Yeah. So we thought you would go to Gold Class. Like where they, you know, you have the big reclining seats. Right. and uh, You know, they bring you food and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Perfect way to spend like a jet laggy sure. first day home. Unfortunately, there was only two movies that were on oh. in the Gold Class cinema. So these were our two please choices. Please tell me one wasn't Jack Ryan. One wasn't Jack Ryan, okay. no. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I, you did tell me it was terrible. But it's it was really you, bad. But it's really stayed with you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it has. Because the other Because the other ones were so good. I did enjoy the other ones. And this one is so bad in just a different unrealistic way. The other one's like you could sort of see it happening and this one's just... Do you just... think Affleck is
0: sitting around going, See, sometimes people ruin my things. I don't always ruin everybody else's things. Yeah, I forgot about Affleck. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was alright. He did yeah. a good job on the yeah. way through. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just completely like a cartoon almost. All right. Well, these were my two choices. Um, uh, and I'd had a big movie on the. I'd watched a few on the way home. I'd watched um, uh, Lee Daniels the Butler. I think that's oh, what you've got to call it. Lee I Daniels have, the Butler. Uh, I have no
1: interest in seeing it. Should I see it? Well, you, okay. I usually
0: don't like Butler movies. <laughs> <laughs> Not once that I think he'd murdered anybody. And that's what I want from a Butler movie. Yeah. I grew up on British Butler movies. Yes. Yeah. Um, Oh, you know what? Like, if you want a... If you want, like, something that gives you, like, a brief overview of, like, one part of American history in a very sort of palatable way... Yeah. Then, for me... It was interesting because it's essentially like I didn't grow up with these stories. Right. And the other thing that it kind of was confronting for me was genuinely that you see within one person's lifetime, you see a guy go from not being able to vote, like growing up, you know, being slaves Uh to a point where he got to meet the first, you know, black American president. And there's something in that where you're like, okay, right. Yeah. All right. I mean, they. There was this weird racist scene afterwards when he said he's really half white. That was weird. <laughs> <but no. laughs> that is weird. I wouldn't expect that. <laughs> no, I enjoyed that. I watched that um, Julia Louis Dreyfus um, film uh, with. Uh, it was last uh, uh, James Gandolfini film. It's like a romantic comedy. Oh yeah. You know what? I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Really? Like for just a. You know. Yeah. Like if you you want something on DVD or if you're on a plane or whatever. I, yeah. I. I thought they were both fantastic in it. They were really funny and. Oh. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a nice little film. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, so we got, these were our two choices for my first day, about 12 Years a Slave. I haven't seen it. I don't, it doesn't sound like, like a happy film. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? The, the ending's already spoiled. Yeah, I mean, I know what happens. He's a he, slave for twelve years, well, right? Well, it's like Lone Survivor. Maybe he starts. There's no a, mystery. Maybe he I want to see 12 M. twelve. Night Shyamalan's twelve years of slave. He could, <laughs> he could start a new twelve years,
1: right? So you don't know the next. Oh, that's a good it could point. be twelve more. Oh yeah, tw- for the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> another twelve. <laughs> the good news is we got a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news is it did not go the way you thought it was gonna. Um,
0: so, uh, I just watched Lee Harvey's, Lee Harvey Oswald's The Butler. And um, so, I, I thought, I don't, I don't really want to see it through, Like, I don't think my first day back in gold class is watching 12 Years of right. Life. I will watch that another time. Right. But the only other option was um, a movie uh, called Paranormal Activity. Ah, yeah.
1: Four. Isn't it five? Five. It takes place in Oxnard, California. The,
0: the Chosen Ones. Yes. Did you see any of this movie? I've seen the first three, two, two or three. There's a couple of. In I really enjoyed the first one. Right. Well, there's a couple of in references to those movies uh-huh. in this movie, which I did not understand because I've never seen right. any of the Paranormal Activity movies. So you have to do homework. I before. thought I'm you know I thought fuck it I'm jumping in. Well, they shouldn't. You shouldn't have to know anything for those. movies. I don't think you do. I think it's more like for you know fans of the franchise. Oh right, yeah. Like you know,
1: it's a someone gets haunted. Right. Their person gets haunted.
0: Right. This one goes a bit fucking batshit crazy, though. Like suddenly people have superpowers, and it's oh like, really? And so it's, it's like also, it's
1: like chronic meets paranormal activity. Yes. Is that what the movie is called? Chronic, uh, Chronicle, Chronicle. Chronic is a whole different movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I also think it might have been one of the more cynical movies I've ever really? seen because more cynical than Superman. Bam. Well, I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna say about yeah. it is I think it might have been more cynical because. It's all, like, Hispanic people. Yeah. Casts. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine they did that to make a political statement. I bet somewhere they've realized when they're looking at the receipts of the Paranormal Activity uh, franchise that that demographic is the main demographic who are yeah. going to see these films. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's not the case. No, but it is the case. and I don't know
1: why in in Southern California, but the that population enjoys
0: horror movies for right. whatever
1: reason. I don't know why, but... That is a target audience for them. Maybe
0: they're comedies, considering the horrors they've had to escape in their actual lives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I was when I first moved here, I went and saw uh, Hannibal. And uh, I, I haven't seen this as much lately, but uh, but I was sitting in my seat, and up pops, like halfway through the movie, I don't know who's in the seat in front of me, up pops this two-year-old, like looking over the seat. And it's a horrible... Right. And then that was like a thing that I started to notice was was these Latinos were bringing in young kids to these movies and people were actually doing bits about it on stage. It became such a common thing here. I haven't actually seen it that much lately. But for this period, it was like you'd turn around and there'd be like a stroller <laughs> and you'd be in a horror movie you'd be like, what the fuck is
0: happening? They're really fucking mad at each Oscars that, <laughs> that, non- that paranormal activity isn't being nominated in the children's categories. <laughs> like, my baby loved it hasn't slept since (laughs) that's how much they loved it
1: there's nothing like watching a man eat his own brains and then have a two-year-old pop up in front of you
0: hi so i did that next day uh we went to the big day out which is like australia's you know lollapalooza or whatever our big music festival and uh we'd we got like eight tickets so it was like a bunch of friends Mm -hmm. and we got like a you know well it wasn't a limo but like some sort of like you know People yeah, big transporter. Thing. Yeah. It was a big thing too. <laughs> like yeah. it was like it was like something out of Star Wars. It was like the thing that like Darth Vader drove home from the Death Star. Like it was big and it was black. Was it flashy? It looked like a van fucked a limo. Oh god! Right? Yeah. And and this was like the horrible baby that none of them talked about. Yeah. Um. But it was it was you know it was nice. They used it for like a celebrity wedding in between when we used it getting there and getting home. Really? Yeah. The next day in the paper there was all this like this celebrity and we had all the like um what do you know the brochures not the brochures what do they call did the you wedding? Have brochures the wedding, the wedding brochures, brochures? The wedding? <laughs> <laughs> no in the church you know the Thing the oh thing God, that you, God, the, I program, it's called, the program yeah. or the is it program
1: show? Sure, go with program. <laughs>
0: it, it might be. A I've been in show business for twenty years. I have no idea what the thing they give out at the gym menu. Is. You're thinking the of the menu. menu.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the religious yeah. propaganda. You know the <laughs> the stuff about the rapture. That sort uh, of.
1: I don't know what it's called.
0: So um, whatever the program. Someone will put it on the Facebook. guide. The whatever the glossary of important things it's the glossary <laughs> the encyclopedia um, the the hipster wikipedia I'm not sure what it is but it was a piece of paper that said what was going on on the yeah. wedding and we considered whether we could sell that to the and
1: you knew who the person was the yeah celebrity. they were like
0: a minorly famous Australian celebrity interesting
1: yeah and they yeah. anyway people it. can put it together now because they're just going to see who got married on the day of the concert and oh then...
0: anyway I, they, like it was a tozzy now, people in Australia may not even know who that what, is. What? It was a there's, what? There's two sisters. There's uh-huh. the Tozzy sisters. Yeah. There's like Cheyenne and Tanya with an yeah. H and, yeah. an o- N and an I, I reckon, or Tani. What, are they, what do they do? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> are they like Kardashian? They are pretty. Are they kardashian Yeah, they're yeah. Kardashian-y. Are they ever but they'd show? be wrapped to be Kardashians, right? I read in the newspaper the next day they'd sold their photo, their wedding photos to a magazine for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> that's so sad. Like I would have bought them for eleven thousand. <laughs> <laughs> like if I'd known there was a bidding war, I would have bought them and just kept them to myself. That's that's just like, for the joke of it, and I'd have people over going, "I didn't I want to sell the photos Yeah, I, the bought, them. Wedding? I bought them. Eleven grand. I own them. That's like the magazine going. Yeah, I guess. Right. Like they're... Get, we'll get it out of petty cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's more insulting than them running them for free. Because then you can pretend it's in the public interest and in news. Yeah. Yeah. 10 grand. 10 grand. Wow. So I don't think I would have got much for the program. That's terrible. Glossary. So... Um, so we had a good day at the Big Day Out. Now, the Big Day Out in Australia is struggling as a music festival. It's, um, it's been going on for a while now, right? 20 years. Yeah. And it used to be like the biggest thing going around. It was the first music festival I ever went to, and I went 20 years well,
1: ago. Well, here's the problem. It was cool then, yep. but now you're old, yep. and kids don't want to go and see 40-year-olds when no. they go to their shows. That's exactly what happened. So
0: and all the people who like the big day out are my age. Yeah. And a lot of them don't go to concerts yeah, anymore. We have
1: kids and you know and I, I mean, also I don't want to go to I honestly I have no interest in going to a concert like that.
0: Well to be honest if I wasn't doing like you know the week of Like, for me, I felt like I was in Las Vegas.
1: Yeah, it was party week. It was (laughs) was Will Anderson's party week.
0: I was taking it out for the very last time. I was literally like... (laughs) It was like a victory lap. (laughs) It was like I'd won an honorary Golden Globe. Like, not actually ever rewarded for my work, but I stayed for long enough that I should do one more lap.
1: It was your young... It was like your young man's alive funeral.
0: Well, you know when... um, like the kind of the hippest band on the lineup of the big bands was Arcade Fire. Mm. Now, even they aren't like no. a hip indie, like they're a mainstream band now. Right. And they were kind of what was giving it like, you know. Cred. Cred. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it was a lot of bands that I like. It was meant to be Blur and Pearl Jam. They were meant oh. to be the big headliners. Yeah. And I like both That's those de- bands. It's definitely a, a, old and people old music, music though. Music I mean, wrestling. Pearl Jam. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, at least Pearl Jam are still going. Yeah, they're still going, but it's not like kids
1: are like, when's the next Pearl Jam album coming out?
0: Right. But they keep coming out and somebody buys them, whereas Blur don't even keep putting them out. No, they're done. Right.
1: (laughs) They're off being gorillas. Uh,
0: So they didn't come. They didn't come Blur in the end. They just didn't come. No, they were like, fuck this. We don't want to go if everyone else is not (laughs) going.
1: Oh, God. So
0: um, they originally put on two shows in Sydney. They were expecting they would sell two shows. The, The... Arena holds 55,000 people and two years ago they had 55,000 people there. Yeah. Uh, this year they sold somewhere between, it's speculated about in the paper, twenty five and 30,000 tickets all up. Ooh. So they did one show and it was half full. Wow. Now, that is terrible for the big day out and I hope yeah. it doesn't go under. But I'll but. tell you what that is awesome for if you are having a fucking birthday party with your friends <laughs> at the big day out because it is not crowded. Yeah. We'd, we'd often up be up in the VIP. Like when Pearl Jam started playing, yeah. I have a mate who's nearly seven foot tall and he normally doesn't go down the front like at concerts right. because he, like, he doesn't like to get in people's way and yeah. stuff like that. We were up in the bar when Pearl Jam started playing, and we thought, "Fuck it, let's go, let's go and like watch Pearl Jam from down there." Yeah. We walked down, so we got in f- like in front of the safety T-bar they have, you know, a third of the yeah. way down the audience that normally packs out. Like at the big day out in the old days. Like I saw the Dandy Warhols have one of the worst sets any band has ever had, just because they were playing on the same stage as Metallica two hours before Metallica started, and all Metallica's fans had just gone down there because they wanted to be in that front bit, and so the Dandy Warhols just played to like, like eight hundred angry waiting Metallica fans.
1: Brutal. (laughs) So couldn't be
0: worse. So it was fucking brilliant day. Like had such a good time. Like you know going and seeing you know, comfortably old man music at an yeah. old man comfortable yeah. music festival. So, uh, so so far, so good. So far, I'm just like, yeah. I'm fucking nailing this week back. Like, I'm having a great time. Yeah. So, uh, the next day, I am... Um, oh, well, except for uh, there's a band called Beady Eye...
1: BDI. Yeah,
0: now BDI are basically Oasis without Noel Gallagher. Are they right? A,
1: oh, it is actually him, or no? So it's... it's not Noel
0: Gallagher. It's everybody else from basically who was in Oasis. Oh, really? And they're a band called BDI.
1: Even the other brother?
0: Yeah, Liam's the lead singer of BDI. Oh, really? Yeah. And Interesting. Yeah, uh, are th- is the music good? I've been going to the Big Day Out for twenty years, Ooh. and I don't hesitate to say, oh boy, it was the worst performance <laughs> I have ever seen by anyone ever. Well, he's renowned for b- uh, bad performance. Oh, but it was f- so much worse than that. Really? It was so much worse than that. I w- like I rarely live tweet a music festival, but I <laughs> I w- got onto Twitter. Like, just so, because it was like, I have to be sharing how terrible this is with people. Also, what? normally at the big day out, you can't get onto Twitter because there's so many people there. Right. Then your phone the, the, reception. Yeah. But Not I was anymore. getting straight through. It, this is, the, was, this like, was
1: the greatest last big day out for you. Oh, yeah.
0: My God. I'm glad they put it on, especially what? for me. What was bad? Were they just standing there? Oh, uh, terrible performance. It was like, my thing afterwards was like, did Noel fund this tour? Just to prove to everyone in the world that he was the only good thing about ISIS. Because <laughs> I think they, they're out there saying, fuck him. We can do this without him. Yeah. They can't. You can't do it
1: without him. Do you remember? I, I feel like it was an MTV concert or some concert live. And Noel, all of a sudden, at the last minute, said, I'm not going to do it. Right. And said he was sick. Right, a throat thing. And then, so during the show, they kept paying to him, and he was upstairs just drinking, clearly not sick. Clearly, it was like a fuck off. Let's see you guys do it alone. And I remember thinking, this is super boring watching it. Terrible. Terrible. Just no stage presence. Oh, my
0: God. Just nothing. The whole thing was just terrible. It was like the world's worst covers band. It's
1: amazing that that those guys have gotten this far and have learned nothing.
0: (sighs) They've gone backwards. Wow, it was insane. I oh, now I want. I to enjoyed see that though because like you want one of those in you know, like a day, like you know. I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pearl Jam played for two and a half hours and they played every oh. old song you've ever thought of and yeah. know, yeah, Eddie Vedder was like swigging from a bottle of wine the whole time. Oh yeah, and you know like and they played like so, like some Australian covers like you know it was. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was fun. Oh, the guys from Mud Honey came out and did like a, oh, really? a song with them. That's oh, yeah, cool. this was who was at the festival Primus, Mud Honey. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know why the kids aren't lining up.
1: <laughs> Mud Honey and Primus. I, I can't believe there aren't a lot of kids here. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sure those bands are allowed around kids. You're officially at an old man's concert.
0: <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> they were just easing me into uh, 40. I was like, when steely dan coming out yeah this is what you enjoy now and you you don't enjoy anything new. will mm-hmm. so you might as well get used to it
1: radiohead's old man music now i know yeah
0: i mean i am an old man
1: yeah i try new music
0: like i do and i do I like too some I, of it. I, yeah
1: it's just hard I, I used to put a lot more time into finding new but music.
0: even when i feel like i discover something that i really like that hasn't been on my radar like for example I never quite understood the Arctic Monkeys in the way that people would like oh, yeah, me to... Yeah, I
1: heard you talking about it on another podcast. I thought
0: their last album... You liked it? Uh, it was one of my... It was one of, if not my favourite album of last year. Oh, interesting. I thought it was so fucking great. And yeah. it, was, it felt great to be like, oh, I'm into like something new and the, i really fucking like it yeah but they're not new <laughs> no
1: they're not new at all <laughs>
0: <laughs> my discovery of new music is getting into a band that have been around for 10 years and have been really famous yeah for all that time. oh have you heard these guys <laughs> yeah 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 long yeah. time ago from their I, first uh... <laughs> single that was like the biggest song in the world that year pretty much from then on we yeah about i was them. listening to that during 9-11 yeah yeah, it was like um, uh, Queens of Stone Age and Nine Inch Nails are touring Australia together, right? And they're doing like a split bill, and like they toss a coin at the start of the night and that's decide cool. who plays first and whatever. Yeah, and that's my ideal. Like I really, yeah. you know Again, neither of those bands are new bands. They're both cool bands doing cool music still, but neither of them are. No, you know. Uh, Primus, I'm a big fan of live. They were great. Yeah, they're they fantastic. Did the song. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <like. laughs> that's all their songs. <laughs> <laughs> um so that was a pretty great night the next day i had to um fly to melbourne because um i was going to go down and see the family uh uh-huh, so uh-huh. um you know 40th birthday miss christmas that sort of thing yeah. i should uh go and see the family so i went down to melbourne went out to the the burbs where my my sister lives uh-huh. in the suburbs yeah and uh, they just had their fourth baby right. Molly well, I spoke to you about her mm-hmm. and named also, after ecstasy yeah named <laughs> <"Extasy."> <laughs> the surprise baby as they keep saying yeah uh they they did think they'd finished at three but oh they should at they some did point, a victory
1: lap as well it turned out at some point they should stop saying that
0: right <laughs> <laughs> it's her first words it's weird They've said it so much that at four weeks old, she can already talk. Molly, Molly, say
1: that thing you say again. I was a mistake. Isn't she cute?
0: <laughs> Isn't she cute? <laughs> um, but she's gorgeous. So that was uh, that was fun, and it's yeah. nice to see the kids around a, a baby. baby. Yeah, I mean, because it's the cutest thing in the world. But also, you're always constantly in fear that they're about yeah. to kill the baby. Yeah, of course, because they don't really. No, they don't get it. They don't get it. No.
1: Deep down they don't get they it. it. <laughs> Cuz you could see them going, what if I throw it?
0: What if I throw it? Yeah. I guess we get to stay in this nice <laughs> suburb.
1: <laughs>
0: we don't have to move further out.
1: Mommy, I dropped a mistake. <laughs> what?
0: Um, so that was pretty cute. Enjoyed uh hanging out with the kids, but man, I don't know how you like with you know what? How old Finn now? What four and a half. Four and a half, right? Yeah. So, Zoe's like you know, four, uh-huh. five. So she'd be about the same age, and yeah. and uh, and Riley's like seven or whatever uh-huh. now. And then, like Alice is like two and a half or whatever, uh-huh. three. And yeah. and then they've got a baby. Oh. And I was there for like one afternoon. No, that sounds horrendous. And I've never. I'd go insane, I've, but I've never slept better than I slept that night. As in, like, really? I, oh, was not, so as in I was exhausted. Yeah, but like, I did two hours. Yeah, two hours of mucking about on the trampoline. Yeah. and not being able to finish a conversation, no. and then I had to fucking sleep for twelve hours.
1: Yeah, you can't sleep. you can't finish How? any conversations because they just keep talking. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't they, especially at that age, those two will keep talking because they don't have an internal voice yet where they can just stop and stop the stuff coming out of their mouth. Just and then they did a study. My wife told me about the study where they had, uh, they, they hired professional football players uh, to follow around four year olds and mimic their every move. And the football players could not last the day. Right. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. I mean, I just... I don't know how people have two, let alone four. It's insane. Yeah.
0: Particularly because they're all going in different directions and they're all bouncing off each yeah. other. And and yeah, all- like, and
1: it's not like they just walk across a room. <coughs> they walk across the room and in, and in five feet, they jerk their arm out and their leg goes flying out and they, they do a back thing and you're like, why don't you just walk? <laughs> like, it's all... Like, there's no just, like, normal anything. It's all crazy.
0: Um, so... Riley, one cute thing about him though is that he he, he's fascinated by comedy. Oh, really? He's three. No, he's seven. Oh, okay. Right, and so he's fascinated. Well, that makes sense. You're the glamorous uncle that flies in, and 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 they're very like, yeah. They tell him, you know, what I do for a job. You know, at least Mm -hmm. you know that I tell jokes, and he's kind of aware of that. And I did a big routine one time about one of his jokes, so I think he even knows that. So I think every time I go around now, he's like. Give me material
1: yeah oh yeah i get the material like, for my son yeah. too.
0: he's kind of like to be honest he's a bit like the uh the psychologist from the metallica documentary oh yeah like he's now thinking he's part of the band uh-huh. and he's like i got another good one yeah for you ya. can use that yeah but he's working up his own jokes now because in the old days what he used to do is like try to memorize you know, right joke it, jokes yeah but now he's like no no i've nailed the form now yeah. i'm gonna fucking freelance and yeah my own shit so this was my favorite one of this time because uh-huh. oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you at first and you'll get to participate because it's a joke oh, okay. that you'll understand the familiar form of. Okay. And then uh, I'll run you through it and then I'll run you through him deconstructing it. Okay. Uh, so the, knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? I'm a banana, I can't knock on a door. It's not a fucking banana. Wow. He didn't say fuck. <laughs> By the way, sorry, that uh, would be weird.
1: Well, you took it up a notch. But <laughs> he just,
0: he put, stopped and then he went, it's a banana. A banana can't he's knock turning on a the, door. What he, are you, he's what are you? turning the joke on its head.
1: And I'm like. He's just deconstructing the whole form. It's like,
0: I mean, that is right, though. I mean, he's right. If someone says they're a banana at a door, do not believe that they are a banana. No, a banana can't knock a banana on a Because a banana can't knock on a door. Someone no, can, can use a banana to knock on a door, but right. that's.
1: But a banana itself can't knock on a door. and no. Also, the other thing is a banana can't talk. Can't. Right. Yeah.
0: So that was his, that was his best bit. He That's had a good couple bit. other bits. Do you want to hear one like, of my son's jokes? Yeah,
1: we were to. driving home the other day. And he doesn't do um, like a tra- traditional joke structure. No. no, no. Why would he? He said... I mean, uh, not if he's going to buy the old rooms. He said, uh, so really, really big coin can't, front in the, can't fit in the front door of the house. And I go, yeah. And he goes... You can use that. <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that,"
0: and now you have. So
1: right. now I owe money, I guess. <laughs> or he said I can have it. Right. I don't know if there's any contractual obligation. No, that's fine. He said, yeah. he said it was yours. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's just the. He,
1: he just basically puts two things together. It right. should go to you, like a coin's too big. Or he also said, uh, "Gorilla has shoes."
0: I mean that. That would be funny. (laughs) If I saw a gorilla with shoes, right? Yeah. See, so he's not far off. Right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I hung out with my family. It was pretty cool. Um, My dad was there. My nana was there. Mm -hmm. And she's getting a bit older. So it was kind of nice to see her. Um, And uh, I... um, Do they listen to the podcast? Oh, dear God, no. (laughs) No one in your family? I I would not be doing a podcast if I thought... That anyone in my family knew how to download a podcast. You know who
1: knows how to download a podcast now? My 13-year-old nephew and my 11-year-old niece.
0: And that is not good. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, you're going to get some... Well, you know what? If they are able to download it, that's not your fault. That's bad parenting. But You fucking point the finger right back at them. You know, I agree.
1: And she's trying to stop it. But they keep finding different ways to get around the loopholes and the safety blocks and all that shit. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do at some point with my own son.
0: I don't think you will have to. You just say, listen to this. It will explain everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. I mean, in some ways, I would have no problem with my... Well, I'm not going to have children probably, but like, you know, with you know, my family's children. Like, In fact, I think if anything, if they were going to get any idea of what I was like as a person... Like, you know, listening to this podcast is as good an indication yeah. of all the various things that I was and where right. I was at my life and those sort of things. So, yeah. In fact, I think that's, to be honest, I'm going to do that instead of parenting. I think... If I have a uh, child, I'm going to raise them just, they have got to listen to the podcast yeah. f- from in utero. Yeah. And then... You
1: well, know. what I'm going to do is, if he ever has a problem in his life, I'm going to go, you know what? Go you out episode 64 of right. Walking the <laughs> Room where I talk about cocaine. Go check that one out. And check then,
0: that uh, out. Yeah. that's, that's, you, we
1: don't talk anymore. Just download
0: the podcast.
1: <laughs> Why are you asking me? This is, this is the future. I, I haven't categorized over there. This one's about sex. This one's about sex. This one's
0: <laughs> about sex. Um, so, uh, no, no one in my family listens to the podcast. No. Okay. No no one Do really. they have smartphones or are they just not
1: podcasters?
0: They're not podcasters. They just don't listen also, to podcasts. I Do you my, think they it might? No. I don't think my parents in I think my parents in particular have that sort of thing of what don't. is it? Plausible deniability. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like they they understand what it is that my job involves. Uh, yeah. But there's some bits of it that, that they don't like, you know, you can be proud of your son that when I'm not comparing what I do to going away to war, by the way, but I, wow. this was just an analogy. <laughs> very I very much gonna like use. it. You did move to Los Angeles. Right. Um, <laughs> you can be proud of the fact that your son goes away to war and, like, you know, represents the country or, like, you know, whatever works hard or helps rebuild a village or whatever. Right. But you also aren't necessarily going to ask about some of the more messy aspects right. of that you understand is part of the job that they have right you can go he built that school there and hey look at him marching here and what he did and be proud of that so
1: what you're saying is podcasting is much like burning down a vietnamese village right
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean to my parents they'd probably be more proud of the, the yeah the fact that i'd learned how to light a fire <laughs> Well, that is a practical skill he could use back <laughs> on the farm. So, I am um, uh, I think that, uh, I think that they just they know that this is like I mean Amy is the same. Amy like sent me a message the other day saying, "Oh, I listened to like the fir- like an episode of your podcast for the first time and for the last time." Uh- <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure how far she got through but so uh that's it's not for her though no it's not you know but you don't think i mean if i was able to have these conversations with her i wouldn't need them to have them with you
1: the seven-year-old is at some point going to listen to all your podcasts because he's into comedy right yeah and that's fine
0: yeah i mean i i don't mind that yeah yeah i think that's okay um but, um, you know, I hope he doesn't like listen back and go, fuck, you've used a lot of my material. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my shit. And, you know, like, I really? mean, Dave's son said he could have that, but I never. I said, shit I over. told
1: you a joke right. about a banana not being able knock on a door. I didn't say you could then use, use that, that joke. joke. Will thinking. Anderson, joke thief. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he comes on and confronts me, like, you know, Rogan Carlos Mencia style. <laughs> that would be awesome um so
1: hey uncle will why don't you tell me a little bit about bananas (laughs) (laughs) what what (laughs) do they have arms or do they have arms to steal stuff (laughs) bananas (laughs) that'd be awesome i'm gonna make that happen
0: um so my brother and his uh, wife and their two kids drove down from the the country. He like milked the cows and then came down. So
1: there, wow. So there are six kids now. Yeah, six kids okay. in the house now. Because I consider that to be a riot.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. it's a riot. <laughs> how, old the,
1: how old are they? Those two?
0: Okay, so uh, Taylor's just going to school, so she's like five, I oh, guess. Oh yeah. And um, Fletcher's like. Terrible twos. Oh, so you got up te- and terrible twos. Yeah, like his favorite word is no. Like oh, They yeah. sent me the cutest, like you know, little happy birthday thing mm-hmm. where uh, Taylor was like singing happy birthday, yeah. and Fletcher was kind of singing happy birthday, but really he was just singing the word no <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I like him. Uh, yeah. When I when I, the, I blew out the candles on my cake. Um, he then had to have a go at blowing out the candles on the car. Oh, coat, sure. You know, with yeah. that sort of... Yeah. Right. Uh, but that was fine. That was nice yeah. to hang out with them, and I, I, I really appreciated the gesture that they had driven down, like, you know, all the way from the country, you know, yeah. to, to have dinner with me. So um, so that's uh, where I'm up to on my trip home. I've done, like, day one, which is movies and, you know... But I love going to a shit movie. Had a great day yeah. at home, having a great day. Went to the big day out, had one of the most fun days I've ever had in my life. I've flown back. I've had this really awesome like family yeah thing. Um, oh, do you want to see a photo of me when I'm a kid on the farm? Here we yeah. go. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, a kid on the farm. Uh, I want to see you in like a like a hat, uh, like a, with a stick of with it overalls and a stick of uh, wheat. My. Oh, uh, that's an American kid.
0: My brother and his uh, wife. Uh, got an old photo and sort of just framed it for me for uh-huh. my for my birthday, which was very nice. And so it's a photo of me and my brother and my sister when we're kids on the farm. So I, I'll let you uh, have a look and you can describe what you, what you see there. Oh my God. So you're all on a tractor mm-hmm.
1: hanging <laughs> on the wheel or standing around it. Yep. And you're waving.
0: Are you the little one? No, that's my sister. <laughs> not the best my sister wasn't that i happy hope she doesn't listen to this, podcast. this photo no 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 well they... my sister's a very like a beautiful you know mother of like four kids and uh-huh. she's like a you know a really successful like she was a successful business person she's a very beautiful uh-huh. woman as an adult but she she was like oh, that's a cute photo but not it's not a great photo of her she <laughs> she was the first to point that out you're the you're the one up top ah uh-huh. yeah I'm the eldest there.
1: With your tongue in your cheek? Is that what I'm doing a little yeah. bit? Of... Yeah, you're doing a little something there.
0: No, oh, I am too. A little bit yeah. of... Yeah, right. And there are some slacks
1: on your brother <laughs> that are outstanding. It is a really good picture.
0: Yeah, it's good though, right? Isn't it? It was yeah. nice. They, Yeah, it's... Um...
1: But they... You, you do seem to... you. There's a little something going on in the wheels in your head. A little, a little comedy look to you. A little like... Uh, observing the situation you got something maybe a little snarky to say
0: right (laughs) about my sister (laughs) uh wow that was pretty cute yeah and so they came down and that was really nice and then uh the next morning while i was in melbourne because my tour was about to start back home Uh while i was in melbourne and while i'd like flown home to have this week they were like we we'll bang banging in some work. We're gonna get like go in and do all the breakfast radio rounds, and uh-huh. you know. So the next day in Melbourne, as you know, Australia's on fire again. Yep. And um, uh, the day I went in, it was like over forty, so it was well over a hundred. Like Jesus. at seven o'clock in the morning when I went in to do late like, breakfast radio. Yeah. Now the upside of that is. We, we knew where I had to do the radio was there's this really cool little like cafe they make great coffee and whenever i'm going to do this radio station i'll pop into this little it's like a hipster cafe yeah. it's hidden like in a little alleyway and it's this really cool place that only locals know about but it's brilliant mm-hmm. there was so this morning um there was this girl who works there who was just like this beautiful hipster like cute girl in because it was so hot she was wearing these like it was like lace shorts like like a doily. Okay. Like shorts that were a doily, right? Okay. But like really attractive. You're talking about underwear, right? <laughs> I think it was underwear. She was wearing underwear, right? Now, the problem was that that morning I had like so I would do like an interview and then like you know I'd have a bit of time off in between. Yeah. So rather than hanging out at the radio station, I would like pop back and I would have another coffee at this right. place. But by the end of the morning, it really looked like I was just stalking this girl. Well, yeah.
1: Well she's walking around in her panties. Right. Every <laughs> <laughs> time you win he man, those are that's a nice doily so, situation.
0: Um, it's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it sounds ridiculous. So uh I went in, uh, the other ridiculous thing that morning is this, this dude called Eddie Maguire who hosts like a triple M breakfast in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. But Eddie Maguire is like a big TV star in Australia, mm-hmm. like a big mainstream TV star, hosts a game show, but like used to be kind of, he used to host the football show and he's a big right. sports journalist and like a really, yeah, he used to be called Eddie everywhere because like he was just that guy who was, you know. Yeah. And um, he wears an Armani suit to work, to do radio every morning. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna be trouble. And so on this morning, like I'm like, well, at least he's not. Yeah, he's not gonna be in his fucking suit, right? It's like forty <laughs> degrees. So, no, yeah, I'm like that's like, that a Like that amazes uni- it's me. It's a uniform. As a person who was in their tracksuit pants, that amazes yeah. me. Yeah. Well, it's
1: you're, as a human being, you're, you're supposed to be able to adapt to the environment by wearing different clothes, right?
0: But even this, like, I mean, I just don't even understand why no it, somebody wants to wear a suit. Well, every at day. that point,
1: it's just stubborn. Right.
0: right, right. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's your
1: thing. Yeah, and you can't be like, well, I can't stop my thing just because I might die. Right, putting it
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> right, I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, so, uh, did the morning radio rounds that morning? That was great fun. And um, because there's a whole bunch of people in new jobs. You know, there's been a lot of radio changes in Australia. So, Uh like, there's a whole bunch of new shows and stuff. And by the way, I
1: never congratulated you on getting that job. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. It's nice to go back and see the people who do get those jobs and be very happy for them, but also at the same time be very very happy that you are not them. Yeah, sure. And those two things... Like, I know the second one sounds like an insult to the first one, but it is no, not, not in any way. It's I go not in and do those do. shows and you go, this is fucking great fun. Yeah. I get 100% why, like, earning heaps of fucking money to come in and talk shit on the radio for a few hours yeah. in the morning. Some job you could do for the next 10 years of your life and raise your family and, yeah. like, go to the footy and, like, get invited to cool th- Like, sounds-
1: Yeah. It In fact, that awesome. is a good job. Why am,
0: I, <laughs> why am I doing a free podcast? This is so, I make, oh, you
1: mean you're doing that, but you're doing it for nothing. I mean, so congrats. many bad decisions. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on the one year anniversary
0: of my bad decisions. Thanks for listening. T-shirt, but we've Buy got a T-shirt where I'm donating the money to somebody else. <laughs> Master <laughs> business plan, <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, so, uh, went back to Sydney that night. Uh, went and saw the Arcade Fire. Um, show again, so yeah, we went and saw the 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 sideshow, the you know, because we wanted to see them again. Yeah, which was um, great fun. They
1: seem like it'd be good live. There's a lot of them, man. That- <laughs> well, I mean, that makes for a more entertaining show if there's more people to look at. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been? Have you ever seen one rapper? <laughs> I, just just well, I just love. Hortress. I just love. I mean, <laughs> There's a lot of them, so. <laughs> I mean, some of them have to be enjoyable, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Cause you in a band, like that guy you can stare at that guy in a band a couple of more is gonna right. suck and yeah, then there's true. only be a couple good so if you have like nine then there's gonna be four or five that are really
0: great well one of the great things that Archive Fire used to do they still do a little bit but they don't do as much because they're a band in transition from my point of view and oh. um, well they're trying to do something like they're, they're tr- clearly moving away from what they used to be doing into something new yeah and f- in my opinion I don't think they're 100% done that successfully no i didn't i
1: don't care for that the new album that much
0: but I, I'm a person who would rather see a band try try something yes, and take a risk. Yeah. And if they've kind of, if, if you can see they're trying to do something. Yes, I would totally rather agree. see that than somebody treading water and just doing the same shit they were doing last time. Right, uh, yeah. So I always kind of try to balance those two things in my head of going, you know what? I liked it more in the old days where they're a bit more fucking Bruce Springsteen-y and they all swapped instruments and like, yeah. oh my God, he's playing drums now. Right. There are so many of them. <laughs> this is <great>. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. This is like the Muppets but if Animal (laughs) played the tuba this is like the best band I've ever seen in my life
1: the way my mathematical (laughs) formula works if there are 5,000 people in a band it's the greatest band ever
0: that's why choirs are the most popular (laughs) bands in the world (laughs) Um, so no they're fantastic I really enjoyed uh, the the sideshow it was at a venue where the sound isn't fantastic but they did like a cover of Devil Inside the In Excess song you know it was fun it was like it was a good is that try. what people
1: do when they go down there they cover Australian band songs yeah that's so funny
0: it's like doing local that's so funny <laughs> it's the musician's equivalent of doing local it's, <laughs> it's so weird and Australians because of our cultural cringe you, fucking love that you shit you for it's it like, oh my they god they do they love us they, they did love in excess <laughs> we thought it was just us that loved in excess <laughs> but the whole world loved in excess <laughs> we do we're suckers for it yeah um Oh my God, at the big day out when Eddie Vedder uh, and Pearl Jam did Throw Your Arms Around Me, which is like a classic Australian song, like a campfire song that every fucking Aussie has sung a million times.
1: People just started shooting glitter out of their assholes. (laughs)
0: Like, no, I can't believe this is happening. People were shitting in each other's mouths (laughs) and enjoying it. Like, It was like, this is how good this is. I just wanted to... Is this so good that someone else could shit in my mouth? And I would just and smile. Would to, you. Know, all time? right. It is.
1: It is. Look what's happening.
0: Yeah. You guys are easy. We love that shit. You're easy. Yeah. yeah. So when you go down to Australia next, just start with like a three minute Dave Hughes bit.
1: Do a little, <laughs> do a little like, Hamilton. Go into some Fleety. Yeah,
0: let's go, they just go, hey guys, I've really enjoyed tonight. But before I go, uh, <laughs> this is a great routine uh, about a bed stuck to his back by Greg Fleet that I've always loved. <laughs> I hope you love it too. <laughs> Sing along if you know the words. The chorus: "Where the bed stuck to his back." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so R.K. Fire that was great fun. Uh, we, went to see them. That was that, that was a bit of you know young people's fun. Yeah. Went to a. You're um, packing a lot into a week right? So, so far. this is I'm trying to give people a bit of a sense of like what I'm going to call the most fun week I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. Don't okay. think I've ever. I was reflecting on it later that I'm not sure that if. I, I could pick seven days in a row out of my life that yeah. I enjoyed more consecutively, consecutively wow. than those seven days. Yeah, all right. So I think because it was like a mix of things that I liked to do. So, you know, yeah. like there was a bit of work, but not too much work. Family there was some and, fun, there was yeah. family. Like, you know, it was just, there was some relaxing and just doing nothing, you dog know. Dog urinating. Right, there was, yeah. do- there was dog pee, most important yeah. thing. <laughs> most important thing. Um, so, uh, so next day, did some Sydney radio. Went in mm-hmm. and did the Sydney radio shows. Um, got to go in and do my old show at uh, Triple J where I mm-hmm. did the breakfast show and they've got a new host now which is kind of always a big thing in because that show has a proud history of like, people who've done that show going on to do other things or right. whatever. That So it's always very interesting when... When Triple J Breakfast gets like a new host, and right. the reason they have a new host is Tom Ballard, who you, you know and know mm-hmm. his work. He's left that show. Oh, he has, yeah. And that's a big. what What is he doing? Big stand step. up, yeah, stand up. Wow, good to for concentrate him. on his stand up. Good for him. It's a fucking amazingly yeah. brave move, to be honest. Yeah, like it's I one agree. of those things where I'm like, because he wasn't he wasn't on there that long, right? No, and he's only like 23 or whatever. Still, I'd good like, for him. Jumping but he's out just out like, you that. know what? Stand up's what I want to do. And the more time that I do something else, the less time I'm going to be a stand up. Right. Like, Like, I really admire that. It took me 10 more years or 12 more years than where it took him to, like, get to that point myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, but it's kind of like, it's one of those things where, you know, like an actual win-win situation Mm -hmm. where I think him going is going to be great for him, but Triple J replaced him with a guy called Matt O'Kine, who is also a fucking amazing comedian, Yeah, and I went in there, they're only like three weeks into the, the job and Alex, the guy who stayed, has only ever worked like Tom and Alex, they worked together since community radio. Right. But for whatever reason, Alex and Matt have this rhythm and this like they just go so well together. Yeah. It was like you, you were it was like you were walking into something they'd been going on for years. And Oak Hine yeah. is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And he's ready and he wants to do it. So I think it's gonna be great for the station cool. as well. Yeah, it yeah. was really cool. It was like it was really nice to kind of go in there and go. Oh, this is like... I mean, it's a weird thing to say too because I always think that you don't want to be... Like, you look at it at the moment with, like, Jimmy Fallon who's about to start doing the mm-hmm. Tonight Show in America. Yeah. That you... Yeah. Like, you know, there's been a long history of, yeah you know, hosts of that show. Yes. And you fit somewhere into that history. Right. If it's a thing that people remember. Right. And so... You know, it's only good for the history of it if everybody's great at doing the job. Because after sure. a while, if there's enough people who aren't great at doing the job, then no one cares about the job anymore. Right? Right? It's it's like Saturday Night Live as well. It's got to keep producing movie stars and people who have right. big careers, or eventually people won't. It won't be on anymore, and people won't really talk about Saturday Night. So they won't then yeah. reconnect with the history of Saturday right. Night Live as well. Yeah. So, it, you know, you want that show to. To do Keep well, going, yeah. What do you? You didn't seem like you were full of confidence about Jimmy Fallon doing the ah uh, yeah, what shit sure happens? I'm not. I mean, maybe. Did maybe you enjoy his like, late night show? No. See, I did. I when I first what started watching it, I did not enjoy it. But mm-hmm. somewhere along the journey, you like, did. I yeah, I really got. I think he. The thing that I enjoyed about it the most was I felt like he really made it his own. Yeah. So whether okay. you like him or not, it's going to probably make a really big difference because it's definitely his space doing what he enjoys and the sort of things that he likes and if if you don't like that I don't really like it yeah and no but that's kind of what I did like about you know I was kind of like even if I'm not necessarily that person either like I don't watch it every night but if it's on I always am like you know what I enjoy what you're doing here I like that you've made it your own
1: yeah that's fine I mean that's good Um, Jay Leno never did that so right ever no
0: it's kind of it's I don't know like I, like, it, I, re- you, you I mean, did you guys have Carson down there?
1: No. I mean I grew up on Carson. Carson yeah. is the greatest.
0: We had a guy called Graham Kennedy in Australia, okay. who when television started was like our Carson. And genuinely, yeah. like, I don't say those words lightly. Because yeah. I know how good Johnny Carson was. Well he's a genius. This is how that's how good Graham Kennedy was. I'm not okay. sure there's yeah. ever been since Graham Kennedy someone on television who in australia who's been as good as kennedy he was one of those guys like carson didn't look like he was doing television right like had that way of talking to people at home or being able to exchange a glance or a whatever with the people at home and connect with them and graham kennedy like edgy as like because people remember him as like you know you'll hear people be like oh there's not been anyone good since graham kennedy that's not true but And they'll kind of pretend like, you know, oh, these young comedians with their sweat. He was the first guy who ever said fuck on air on Australian television. Really? But he said it, they did this, like they were doing like a crow call thing. And it was like this very famous thing. He got kicked off the air for a while because he was like doing the fuck, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, this mainstream guy. like doing. It was, I mean, he was edgy too, you know. I mean, really. And I think a lot like Carson, although... Kennedy, I don't think. Uh, anyway, like there's his private life was very secretive. Right. But same I think with they person, were very yeah. similar, sort of weirdly tortured souls in their yeah. real life. But yeah. But whatever they fucking did on screen, just was amazing. Was amazing. Yeah. And that's a hard legacy to, to follow after. I mean, of course. Like Leno was always on, on a, a hiding of nothing, but he really. He kind of went very safe, didn't he? That was the Well, thing. that
1: was the disappointing thing about. it. he was yeah. one of the edges comics out there. Right. And then he I took mean, over and just... I watched yeah. that
0: Carson uh, documentary on Netflix and um, there's a Jay Leno spot in mm-hmm. that and he's fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, he's really one of the best comics that were going at that time. Right. And then he just turned into vanilla.
0: It's hard not to do, I suppose, though. Of course. Like, everyone's know. had a weird transition. Because he, he, he was winning. Yes. Like, it's hard Like, if you were losing and you were vanilla, but he was pretty much number one the whole fucking time that he did that show. Yes, he was. And so maybe in his head, he was like... He was number two until... The Hugh Grant thing. Yeah, the Hugh Grant thing, and then he was number
1: one. Yeah. Yeah, which is always very interesting.
0: But that was... It always felt like... Maybe in his head, he was like, well, why would I fucking change this? Right. People like this.
1: You're exactly right. But it was lowest common denominator. Right. And I know someone who was uh, brought in to go and watch, the, the the heads of NBC said, we want someone to come in and watch this show for whatever, a month, and then give us like a report on what exactly you think. And this was, I wanna say two years before he was fired the first time, and she came in and she just sat down at the table and, and we went, she went, it's awful. And they, all, and they all put their heads down and went, oh, we know. <laughs> Like everyone was just in agreement that it was just a bad show that was getting ratings and it could be better. That's why they got rid of him. They didn't get rid of him for any other reason that he was destroying a
0: legacy. Right. And that's, I guess, so it's interesting when it gets passed on. So anyway, it was really fun to to go in and see the boys and like be part of like the new show and kind of, I love to reconnect with that because that was such an important part of my life. Sure. That I love being able to go back in there and sort of be like, this is great. And, yeah. it's, and it's so nice to see that it's in really good hands. I think they'll be really successful. So, yeah, that's awesome. So that was kind of fun. <clears throat> so um, that night I, had a, I did a trial show for my, for my uh-huh. new tour. How was that? Was great fun, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, it was really good. The one the next night, I, it wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of, I had a well, tougher the, night.
1: But It's the second time you've said it. The first time you say stuff, it's easier.
0: Well, you know what the thing is? I was still doing pretty separate stuff. Oh, you were? Yeah, the second day, I was a little bit drunk. Oh, okay. Uh, to be honest with you, yeah, that's what it was. That doesn't I help. I was... That doesn't surprise you. <laughs> no, that, it doesn't...
1: No, <laughs> no, I said it doesn't help.
0: But um, I like that that's what you heard. My jet lag um, kicked in a little bit uh, on the morning of the, the Thursday. And uh-huh. then so I had to go and get my hair uh, colored because I'm turning 40. And you know yeah. what? I'm not giving in that fucking easily. No, I hear you. Um, So... I went to get my hair colored and, uh, so I'd had a beer in the morning, yeah. uh, because it was sunny and I have a pool at my house and there was a beer in the fridge. Right. That's so what you do. I, I had a beer and yeah. well, I'm on my week. I'm having the greatest fucking week of my life. <laughs> what? I can't have a fucking beer in my house near the pool in the sun. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. I said to the imaginary man in yeah, my head. Yeah, no, that's who you're talking to right, now. Then I had to drink to forget the fight. <laughs> that's <funny>. and, <laughs> That's 40.
1: Welcome to 40.
0: Um, so but then I went to the hairdresser in the afternoon and it was one of those kind of cool inner city hairdressers where they have like beer. And I thought, oh, you know, what? Oh, yeah. I'll have a beer. Another beer? I had one already. Why and then I, I had I, 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 another one and uh-huh. then I had a little weird gap in between the show. And, uh-huh, might as well then, have a beer, right? Might as well have a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had beers at the show. And I, yeah. anyway, whatever. It was fine. But it was, <laughs> it's fair to say that my wits weren't at their sharpest. <laughs> and it was That's the awesome. worst thing was that like, were, like it was like five minutes in and I fucking knew. Yeah. You know, like oh, I was just yeah. like, ah!
1: Oh yeah, I've been there. My my wife, when we first started dating, she had two friends. She goes, you have to come see him do stand-up. He's really good. And then for whatever reason, we went out to dinner with him and then we were going to the show and I had a couple of beers and I usually don't drink before I go on stage right. and a couple of beers and then I got bumped and then I had like three or four more beers and then when I went up there, I was plowed and she and I was awful. Right. And I got up there and I was like, oh no, I'm really bad. <laughs> And then, the, and I did like two minutes, and I was like, "I, you know what? I'm drunk. This is bad." And then I just kept going, and they were her friends. Were like, "What is happening?" She's like, "He's not usually like this."
0: <laughs> and they were friends that boycotted the wedding. <laughs> uh, so. Which gets us through the Friday. Now, this is the kind of, I've been sort of, you know, leading up to, to this yeah. point, but this is kind of where it really rockets into being you it, this, the, best, the, yeah. the best week of my life. Yeah. So, on the Friday, I, all I'd been told was, um, early in the week, uh, I got in a little bit of trouble because uh, Lindsay Webb had sent me a message to say, hey, I'm going to be down on Friday for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Um why don't we record a like a, a podcast? Yeah. And i had asked Amy about like, you know, what should I be like, you know, like do I have time to do a podcast on Friday? Because uh-huh. I knew she planned something. But okay, here's the first thing is I knew something was going to happen for my birthday. Right. I was going home for the purpose of celebrating my birthday. Right. So, but I, and I knew she was planning something, but she wanted it to be a surprise. So I, because I, you know, hopefully I'm a nicer person in my life have got to the point where like going, you know what? Sometimes people want to do a nice thing for you. Right. And if you don't need to fuck it up, don't fuck it up. Right. Like if I don't need to, like, so I literally just said to her, I said like, okay, just tell me what time you need me. And you know, do I need to wear shoes? <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I can sort he myself really, he out. You broke right? it down to the basics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, like, you know, if we're going to go out in the middle of the day, I might probably wear, like, you know, thongs. Like, right, right. And flip-flops for my American listeners. Yes. And But, you know, if we're going out to somewhere where I need to wear shoes, tell me and I'll put on some shoes. Right. right? She says, all I knew is I need you for 12.30... Um, like, mid, you know, midday, midday. 12.30 on, on Friday, your birthday. I'm like, brilliant. That's perfect. Uh-huh. You know, have a bit of sleeping on my birthday, go to the beach in the morning, take the dog for a walk, mm-hmm. you know, relax. Yeah. It's my birthday. Right. Right. So at 12.30, like I'm dressed, I'm ready to go to like, uh, I imagine we're going to lunch. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was exactly what we uh, did. But firstly, I'm trying my best for things to be a surprise. Right. But so, like, to the point where, like, when we went out to get the cab, Amy wanted to go out first and, like, tell him where we were going. Right. And tell him to not, like, tell, you know, so that where we were going would be a surprise to me. So, I'm like, yeah, cool. You go out and do that. Like, I don't need... I'll wait around for one minute so that she can... And, by the way, it's a surprise for me. Like, it's a nice surprise. Yeah. Like, it's nice to have a surprise. It's very nice. So, I... I go out to the cab. We're five minutes into the journey to where we're, wherever we're going. The dude gets a phone call from some other taxi driver asking him where he is, and he just says to the dude, "Oh yeah, we're going into the city. Then we're gonna go down to Whillamooloo Wharf. I'm dropping these guys off, and then," like, <laughs> and I am, like, I'm am holding Amy down. I, I'm holding her down because she is about to, like, launch into the front seat and rip this guy's throat out. Like, rip it out. Awesome. Like, so... And in my head, I'm like, it's okay. Like, I mean, it's yeah. not that big a surprise. Yeah. And secondly, you know, I just don't want the day to be ruined by him fucking up. Right, with, but right. Like, oh, no. my God. Uh, anyway, yeah. so um, we've gone down to Woolloomooloo Wharf. Now, Woolloomooloo Wharf in Sydney is one of my favorite places to eat. Uh-huh. They have like, it's where the, they have this uh, the pier uh, and it goes into Sydney Harbour uh-huh. and it's beautiful. Like, you know, boats parked all around and a yeah. big row of restaurants and uh, it's where Russell Crowe lives. He oh, has okay. an apartment above all these restaurants. That's does. his house, yeah. which is worth like $30 million yeah, or whatever. It's a, sure. it's a pretty nice place to, yeah you know, and so I... I it's a place you go for a special occasion. Right. And so we went to a restaurant there called Otto, which is quite a nice restaurant. And, uh, but, uh, you know, not necessarily one of the hippest, like it's an old school businessman's lunch sort of gotcha. restaurant, but it had some special significance to us. So it's a cool place to mm-hmm. eat. Plus, they have a vegetarian degustation menu. Nice. And as everyone who's ever listened to this podcast knows, my favorite kinds of food, tiny foods, finger foods. Yes. And degustation. Fancy it's fancy finger foods. That's t- what it tiny is. Tiny finger foods. It's formal finger foods. That's beautiful, right? That's yeah. they. They call it degustation, yeah. but it's just a bunch of fucking finger foods. It's great, right? Yeah. So, I've had a beer already, and then we think, let's. Oh, it's nice. We we'll buy the water. We'll have a couple of gin and tonics. Right? Sure, a couple of gin and teats. Yeah. It's my birthday. Turn it loose a little bit. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. So then we 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 have the eight course vegetarian degustation mm-hmm. like meal, right? Yeah. And um, they, they do a wine matching thing where every course comes oh out boy. with like a matched yeah. wine. And they're like, well, do, you, do you want to try the wine matching? Yeah. We're like, it's my fucking birthday. <laughs> of course we'll try the wine matching. <laughs> so like, you know, some of it comes out with champagne, some comes uh-huh. out with red wine, with white wine, with like, you know, carbonated dessert wines, all sorts of ridiculous things. Yeah. Now, normally, because you're going to have eight courses, they give you like a third of a glass of wine or right. whatever for each course. But they know it's my birthday, so right. they're literally just free pouring me like massive glasses of wine. So, I mean, eight courses in, we are fucking blind. It's yeah. like it's five thirty in the afternoon. Like we've been there most yeah, of the I've day. D- I've
1: done one of those lunches,
0: blind drunk. Yeah, I'm having like I'm in. It's my ideal thing. Like, three of the courses have goat's cheese in them. That's all I want. (laughs) Except for four of the courses that have goat's cheese. Like, I'm like, this is the best. Like, I'm like, this is great. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't even fucking want to do a big thing. Like, I I didn't want to do a big thing. I was like, this is perfect. Like, a long, lazy, drunken lunch by the water in Sydney. Yeah. Like, you know, with my favorite person in the world. And I'm like, this is just. This is fantastic. I'm having a great time. Yeah. So we get back to the house. It's like six, six thirty. I know that we have to go to dinner at like seven thirty. Yeah. But I am blind. blowed. Yeah. Like just I said to Amy, I said, I'm so sorry, but I just have to have a nap. Like, even yeah. if it's just like 20 minutes, I have to lay down. Yeah. She goes, Look we're meeting Justin at this bar at seven 30, but I'll give him a call and see if we can like meet him and then go to dinner. I'm like, cool. Cause I yeah. knew Justin was coming up. So that wasn't a surprise to me. So right. I've, um, I've gone to bed. I wake up at seven 30 and like Charlie is waking me up. Uh-huh. So already I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know what's happened. Oh while my I've been God. Asleep,
1: things have, changed. But things have <laughs> changed. How long have I been asleep? <laughs> How long have I been in a relationship with Charlie?
0: What's happening? <laughs> am I having an inception moment? <laughs> Spin that fucking top. Spin that top and see if I am still... Do I have a wedding band on? <laughs> so, um, Charlie wakes me up. Anyway, him and Amy are there. He's, he's come straight... He tells me he's come straight from um, home and away mm-hmm. to uh, you know, to take us you know, all and we're all going to go out to dinner. Yeah. So, at this point, I have had a couple of spoilers. I've had a couple of people... Uh, message me for my birthday uh-huh. and say, you know, a couple of friends of mine message for my birthday and say, hey, sorry I can't be there tonight. Wow. Uh,
1: so, oh, why do people do that? They just, don't know?
0: I don't know. People are idiots. Yeah. So, but you know what? I, I knew I was doing something. Yeah. And all these people would have been within my sort of top 15 or 20 friends. Sure. So, you know, again, you're kind of like, oh, well, that's, you know, that I know, I know there's something on. I'm not going to do it, right. you know, I'm not going to say, for what? You know.
1: Right, how drunk are you at this point? Oh, still, still really plowed.
0: Oh, like really, really. Okay, drunk, right. Yeah. So I get out of bed. I have a shower. You know, pull myself together. Yeah, we go to the um, uh, the bar in the cross. And so we get to the door of the bar in the cross, and we you know, go down to go downstairs to um you know, to this, this bar in King's Cross, and just as we go through the door, there is a sign by the door like a you know a, a like a a, a chalkboard mm-hmm. outside the door that says close for private party. Yeah. Now when like now all this is happening in real time and I'm drunk. Yeah. But when I go back in my Sherlock flashback yeah. and I start seeing the various clues. Yeah. Like it it all kind of comes together. But even then I just kind of walk past this sign going oh i mean i didn't even really think about it you're like Uh,
1: oh god we're not gonna go here tonight right
0: i go go two steps down the steps and there's got to be the bar like this bar is full there's got to be 120 of my friends family wow uh like people i've worked with remote like literally everyone that i would invite to right Like, there were some people who were missing who hadn't been able to make it, but really had covered off people I've worked with there, people I've worked with there, you know, people who didn't know each other. Like, wow, my brother is there. My brother who fucking drove up from the farm four days earlier to fucking cover up the fact that he was, like, secretly flying up to. Yeah. So, Charlie and Amy have arranged this, like, surprise party for me. Like, and everyone was fucking there. It was insane. So, I learned a couple of things about myself that night. Mm-hmm. Now, the first one is that a lot of people say there's downsides to smoking marijuana. And I am <laughs> certainly I am certainly a person who, you know, it's not all great. Right. It's been good for my hips, but uh-huh. sometimes it's not good for things like your memory. Right. Or turning on the right microphones when you're doing your podcast. Sure. Yeah. There is some downsides yeah. to it. I'm going to tell you one great plus to the short-term memory loss caused by smoking marijuana. Okay you can plan your own surprise party and then forget about it. (laughs) Because (laughs) regular listeners to this podcast will know that a very long time ago, when Charlie and I were doing TOEFOP, we once had a conversation about the fact that I am notoriously hard to get a present for. Because out of my friends, right. if I want something, I've always been lucky enough to be in a position that I normally just go and yeah. get it. And there's not particularly many things that I'm really into. So it's yeah. not like, you know, I don't collect things or anything. Yeah, like I that. heard so it's that hard one. To... Yeah. Right. Yeah. In that episode, he said to me, what would be the best present for your friends uh, to Really? Get? And I said, I would like my friends to throw me a surprise party where all my favorite people in the world were in the room. And that would be the absolute best party. So that, first, That's
1: hilarious.
0: That's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they'd been sitting on it since i it. Oh, my God, back. really? Like, since wow. the minute I said that, they are all like, finally, let <laughs> it, right? Like, they'd already tried to fucking do it for something else, apparently, like Charlie yeah. was telling me on the night. Yeah. The second thing that I learned about myself in that moment is that sometimes the things that you say out loud, you wonder if they're actually true. Like, if, if I, you know... I said that out loud, and it sounds like a lovely thing to say. The thing that I would enjoy most in the world is if someone threw me a surprise party. Where I, I think I said on the thing that someone threw me a, a party, I didn't have to do any work, all my favourite people were there. I might have even said it could be at my house. Because like, I like, I always like ending up at my house. Because over the years, one of the things I've enjoyed is I've had the capacity to be the person who provides a place for people to hang out or the, whatever. Yeah. Like. And I always like getting to the point where I'm at my place and then I'm like, I'm close to home. Whenever I want this to finish, I can just go to bed. Yeah. I don't mind having other people there. I've always enjoyed having other people in my house. I just want to be where I'm gonna end up. Right. So that night I learned that when I said that that day, I was one hundred percent right. I the next like from that moment to when that party finished at like midday the next day, I I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I have wow. never had more fun. In That's my awesome. Life. Like, I literally w- was just like, this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. So, we spent the first sort of four hours or whatever, we were at the bar. Now, a big shout out to my manager, Kevin White, who put a fucking ridiculous amount of like, money over that yeah. bar. Like, So that my starving artist friends could have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) So that You know, because everyone was there. Like, Steel Saunders was there. Like, um, James Fosdyke was there. You know, Fos, like, had flown in from Adelaide to come to this. And his wife, Amy, to come to this party. Foz drew me this, he drew me the poster for my very last ever comedy show. Yeah. Simply Irresistible. He did the, like, He's and with all the, like, you know, me as an old man and all these oh, fictional awards. it's awesome. Like, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, my friend Nakas, who's this amazing artist, has done this. It's not here, but we'll go up on the wall behind you. This amazing, like, still life of this kind of this exact table that i have in my house at home the view out into my backyard with my books on the table and like it has a bit of and it's gonna like so it will be up on the wall and so all my friends had like chipped in to commission him to do that yeah so it's gonna be on my wall here so i have like a connection between here and at home yeah like justin had got me like these three uh an avengers a batman and a um daredevil comic book from the year i was born got them all like framed for my wall like it was fucking insane, but all yeah. these people I'd worked with. So I, for, lit, for those first four hours, I just went around the bar and like talked, yeah, caught up with everyone. Yeah. Saw that my, yeah and it was, so uh, what I wanted to say was one of the beautiful things about it was everyone was saying how much fun it was waiting because they all knew they knew me, but a lot of them didn't know each other. Uh-huh. And so suddenly, like, you know, Russell and Todd, who I work with on the television show, are meeting my brother and his wife. Who they would never ordinarily right. meet. yeah, And they all kind of have that thing of like, you're all in on something. So everyone was kind of talking to each other and yeah. having a. So again, that's like something that I really like. I love even that getting together for that enabled all those people to kind of. Yeah, do it's that. awesome. So that was actually fucking amazing. I was having the best time mm-hmm. and I thought I couldn't have a better time. And then someone's tapped me on the shoulder and gone, um, oh, this bar's closing at 12. And I'm like, The fuck are you... Like, what are you... I mean, what are you talking about? I'm (laughs) having the best fucking time of my life. And it's like, I'm only four hours in. I barely fucking talk to everybody. Like, you know... Oh, by the way, while we've all been here... Uh, there's been a crew back at your place setting up your place <laughs> and like the after parties at your house. Right? Wow. So they'd put in a bar by the pool. They got like staff to Holy work the shit. bar. Holy Like they'd put lights out for everybody kind of yeah. like, you know, they'd bought breakfast for the next morning. Like the fridge was filled with like oh my eggs God. and bacon and vegetarian bacon and like bread yeah. and stuff for people to eat the next morning if they were like, still around, whatever. Wow. And, but of course I got back there. Like I, I was like, I got back there having... Just such a great time. Halfway through the night, I've said to the bar people, I'm like, hey, you guys party as well, right? So now, like, suddenly my friends are having to work the bar and the, the bar people are drunk playing with the dog. and I'm, like, I'm not really good at this, but everyone have a good time. I, there was times during the night, and I can't, I mean, there would be a million stories that I can't tell any of them, but there was times during the night where there was one time where I was talking... To my friends and I was laughing so hard that I I I started just crying like I cried I was like I don't think I've ever experienced this much joy in my life that's how much fun I'm having that's amazing there was like Limo flew up after doing the project from Melbourne and came like like, like, everyone had made such a fucking effort like Tom Gleason like people had flown from everywhere and it struck me that the thing about it was that i'm not there a lot for my friends right the nature of the job that i have but Mm -hmm. not just the job that i have because a lot of people have that job yeah uh, who i know but the way that i have chosen to pursue that job sure i am away almost all the time yeah I am not a good friend. I'm not a person well, that you can catch up with. I mean, but in the way of like, you, you know, yeah. you can't catch up with me for lunch and talk about blah, blah, blah. Like, right. I consider Justin to be my closest friend. And like when I'm away, we'll send an email to each other maybe every second day. But right. like that's literally, the, you know, we're not sitting down going, hey, how are you and what's going right, on? Right, and, right, right. And like if he's going through a shit time, I can't be there to go down the pub and like, Yeah. yeah, drink away the sorrows or or whatever but i can't be there for my friend's birthdays and i can't be there for for my friend's anniversaries they're the things you give up right 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 and so what i think it is is that over the years i've never really had a party or done anything because i think it's unfair to demand something of your friends when you can't do it in return right and i think that underneath that there's also a fear that You know, what if you did say, hey, I'm doing this thing and no one came because you can't go to their things, right? Right. Right. It was the most overwhelmingly nice thing anyone has ever done for me in my life. And I fucking could not have enjoyed every moment of it more. There was one point in the night, this poor fucker, my friend Vaughn, who's now like married with kids and lives in the, couldn't make it. Yeah. I I did ring him at about 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) And... (laughs) And yell at him a bit on his answering machine. But but that made it fun too. Uh-huh. But my favorite thing about it was I nearly slept through the whole fucking thing. <laughs> like I literally the panic that Charlie told me about when, like, she Amy put me to bed and rang him. Oh, and, my God. Like, and Charlie didn't come from work. He, came, he was at the party. Oh, my God. Waiting oh, at he the at party. The par- oh, my God. And the reason that the chalk sign was outside that said private party was they didn't have it up beforehand. And some fucking idiot had walked in on the surprise party and they all thought it was me and went up <laughs> prematurely. And I nearly fucked the whole thing up. Wow. I did say to him as much fun as I had. I mean, what a comedy festival show that would have been! Oh my god, telling the story amazing. about that Amazing! I mean, yeah,
1: that would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by waking me up, they did rob me of a
0: berry. But say so anyway, wow. it was by like, far awesome. and away the greatest. Like I, I just had such a lovely fucking week. It was that's amazing. It was amazing from start to finish, and I highly recommend if anyone ever wants to throw you a surprise party, to let them fucking let them. Yeah, it's great. Just yeah. give yourself into it and enjoy it because yeah. it was. It was just fucking amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. So I there you go. I didn't get invited. Well, you live in another country. I don't think oh, no, she I'm was sure. demanding. I feel sorry for myself that, right now. Oh, come on. Man. <laughs> don't ruin my beautiful moment. I'm just kidding. Um,
1: that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty amazing. People don't get that in their life uh, often. No.
0: I, the, halfway
1: down, that's the, why, that's halfway actually down why the
0: stairs, I honestly thought I was dying. When,
1: I, when you said, it's, when you're starting to tell a story, I said it's like you had your alive funeral. Right. Because you know some people are doing that when they're dying, and then everyone comes, and it's supposed to be this amazing experience, right?
0: Yeah. Because we don't tell people, or we don't, right? I mean, even Justin and I were talking about it um, later on in the night. Is how we were talking about how much we'd both enjoyed the night and how it was sad that we don't really get together and just hang out yeah. as much as we used to. Yeah, and it did remind me of that. Um, this is our anniversary edition, so um, I said to the people on the Facebook page, if they asked a couple of questions, we might answer them. Uh, for the special episode, um, so uh, we've been talking for a fair while. I've been talking for a fair while, so maybe I'll uh, ask you some questions, and you can uh, okay. You can answer them. You cool with that? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we got some uh, refreshments, so I'm gonna ask the question. Uh, Kevin Myers asks Dave, uh, if you had to pick one of the many things in Australia that could kill you, to kill you which one would be the way you'd pick to go I have to pick you have to pick an Australian animal to kill you so you're in some sort of devilish James Bond down under you know sort of thing and it's like you have to die by one Australian animal how which Australian animal would you like to die by well
1: I mean you guys have a lot of poisonous shit down there it's like Mm -hmm. poison animal heaven yep but I don't want to die by poison because that's boring right right pick up a snake or a spider or whatever uh huh um what else you got you got uh you got sharks bl- uh, yeah but sharks i i wouldn't consider to be specifically
0: australian kangaroo will kick the shit out of
1: yeah him. i think it's a kangaroo yeah because because that's something i can uh maybe put up a little bit of fight against right oh no 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 well, i can try no no, no more no, than no, a shark no. A shark's just gonna bite me in half
0: mm, you, can, sting- you
1: can you can you can hit a shark on the nose well, I could punch a, I could punch a kangaroo, and it's and it's uh, couldn't get testicles, could not get Rather near it, old no, testes. could not get near it. You don't know that they've
0: got those big fucking
1: vicious. You know, you know, people said people said that about Americans in World War II, but you know what?
0: Don't underestimate us. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. Okay. laughs> um, if uh oh, if Kim Kardashian and Kanye West were both drowning, and if you could only save one, what type of sandwich would you make? <laughs> oh man, that's I interesting. Like, uh,
1: I like a ham and uh, cheese. It's probably my favorite kind of sandwich. I wouldn't let people die. No.
0: That is, they're
1: people. They're people. They're, ho- they're awful people. They're horrible people. I would but... love, love to get him to punch me. Did you hear about the guy he punched? No. So it was right down here in Beverly Hills. Mm. They were coming out of some building, and some guy ran up and like called her a slut or a whore or something, and he popped the guy. In the face, 250 no, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Is that right? Yeah, two hundred fifty grand. Wow! So I would like Kanye to punch me, right? Yeah. For two hundred fifty grand. Yeah, just money would shoot out of my ears. I mean, you'd be his punch monkey. For, <laughs> oh yeah, let him punch me like all the for time. a weekly wage. <laughs> do
0: you, <know> what <laughs> you mean? You could probably get you for like fifty thousand a week if yeah. it was for a year. <laughs> Lay me out, right? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what about? Oh, would Dave do another comedy tour of Australia? Yes, I would love to. Or better yet, a live faux-fop. Mm, okay. Um, uh, uh, we are thinking about doing a live faux-fop. I probably shouldn't be talking about this yet, but um, what we've realized about Charlie's contract, about not being able to do this show, is that technically he's only not allowed to appear on recording, like you know, in the recorded form of this show. Ah. We, we, we're not sure if it means that he couldn't come and do a live show that was just for that like you know that we didn't record and couldn't sort of put out interesting but like, did like a live one whether that would be okay yeah so anyway that is being investigated at the moment hmm. um what about this yes
1: but yes to all of the above i will i will return this has just been a bad year
0: uh amy joe o boyle <clears throat> asked dave if you were a superhero what color tights would you wear um
1: black. would you wear tights no, I wouldn't. I'd wear... Um, what would you wear? I'd wear mountain bike shorts. <laughs> 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 Not the tight... Ty- you know, mountain bike shorts, have they look like just regular shorts. But, but underneath... think they've got a, they've got a padded groin. Yeah, they got a padded groin. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you, is don't what, you don't know what's going to happen out there.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we know your technique from your kangaroo fight Yeah. to go straight for the test.:
1: Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> I know what I would do. Uh, By on, the way, the best Batman ever... Best Batman ever on in film is in the Lego movie. So you deal with that.
0: Uh, I wanna see the Lego movie. It's great, I, it's I for adults.
1: It? It's for adults. It's not yeah. for children.
0: It's not for children?
1: No. It's it's pretty meta and, and it did fucking great and business. The jokes uh, a lot of the jokes are adult jokes. It's 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 for grown ups. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really want to say it. Great Batman. Alright. It's exciting. Um, Dave Oh, here, here's another one Here we go If uh, Dave had to give up His guest Charlie Number one tag To be a character On Home and Away oh. Who would he be? Wow I don't know any of the characters on Homeway. All, no, all I know is Zach. I know exactly who you would be. Who? you? So yeah, you answer it. There's this character um, uh, called Elf Stewart. He's like the He's been in it forever. He's kind of the elder statesman of Summer Bay. Sure. Yeah, he runs a surf club and looks after the young rapscallies. Oh, and yeah. Things, says things like flame and mongrel and yeah. drives a dead dingo's donga and was married to a woman called Elsa.
1: But when they need a little bit of heart, he's there for them. Right. Oh, he's, yeah. the, he's the heart and soul yeah. elf. Oh, uh, yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. He takes the boys aside. Yeah. yeah.
0: You will be his bastard son. (laughs) Alf was on like a surf club trip of America. Yeah. Had sex with an American lady. Yeah. And she's been raising you as like, you know, in her family. She hasn't told the guy that she's. Oh, he doesn't even know. So you don't know that. So I just show up. And you find out, out, fully grown adult American elf.
1: And I got no place to stay and I got to get out of America fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you come to town and no one knows if you've yeah. got the heart of Elf or yeah. if you're trouble.
1: And I get into a fistfight
0: with Zach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. All right, yeah. good. Um, Dave. Yeah. Uh, do you secretly miss the antics of your old neighbors?
1: Yes. Yep. I do. The neighborhood has changed and, uh, and I'm moving. Well, so you're it's really going to change.
0: What, what's your new neighbourhood going to be like?
1: Uh, there's a lot of kids. Uh-huh. Um, there is a there is a vice cop from the LAPD across the street who has three kids. Oh, okay. How do you know that? Because the the woman uh, who uh, who we got the house from, she told He's gave like, me the breakdown. It's a great
0: place to get drugs. It's... <laughs> <laughs> that guy knows a lot of drug dealers. <laughs> like, seriously.
1: There's a nurse across the street who works with. Uh, uh, teen mothers to help them with their health and get their lives sort of in shape for what's about to come. Cool. Then there's a guy who works that for girl, a jet. That
0: girl knows a <laughs> lot of teenage girls you can fuck. <laughs> like they fuck, definitely. We know. <laughs> Great neighborhood. There's, then, <laughs>
1: then there's a guy who works in a jet propulsion laboratory with two kids down the street. A what? JPL, Jet Propulsion Laboratory. It's. Uh, I love
0: that you said that Like that would make it more... You know, I know. Yeah, JPL.
1: JPL is like... Uh,
0: like what? It's where they, they do the. What do they use jet propulsion for?
1: It's it's for it's for you know, what? It, it well, should be jets. easy for you to say. They make for, for jets. jets. It's a defense kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but they do a you know it's where they come up with all the ideas and whatnot. Uh, right. Yeah.
0: In the lab. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, but it's called it's called JPL. There's two of them in the states.
0: Okay. All right. Um, okay. Uh, what about this? Uh, uh, all right. Janek. Janek. Sorry, O'Toole. Both of you guys write, and both have pretty extensive involvement with TV. Have either of you ever thought of trying to create a series?
1: Well, you have. I have. Yeah, yeah. I won a development at Amazon, but my writing partner and I uh, had a fight because he's a d- douchebag. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and so I do have one in the works that the pilot will probably be shot in
0: June. Okay, that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, I. My uh, t- future TV commitments are a little up in the air without needing to go into too different to me. So I'm thinking about at the moment, if I would do some- if I would do something else in television in the future, what would that be? And I think yeah. there is part of me that would kind of like to do something that's maybe a bit different to what I've done previously. Sure. But I'm not really fucking sure what that would no, be. No, it's
1: it's a hard... You need, those are ideas that you don't... It's not like you sit around thinking about when you come up with one, you go, oh, I want to do that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you're in a horrible uh, Luke McKernan asks if you're in a horrible nuclear accident in a puppet warehouse mm-hmm. right. now he has
1: wait nuclear? yeah but the nuclear accident doesn't take place in the warehouse well or is it outside and then I'm stuck in a warehouse
0: I think they're nuclear powered puppets <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and does one of them blow?
0: he also does spell it puppet warehouse w-e-a-r which implies that you're uh, wearing the puppets right as opposed to warehouse it's very re- confusing anyway
1: it's a, when you go on a facebook and you're drunk maybe don't there's throw. more of this to come okay <laughs> if you're in a
0: horrible nuclear accident at a puppet warehouse and your left arm is replaced by any puppet from history yeah what puppet would you choose animal from the Muppets. Considering that the aftereffects of the fallout have left the puppet sentient and are able to move all its own limbs and talk without your help, uh, Luke says, "I'd choose Elf, but you say Animal from the Muppets." Yeah,
1: because that's a very active arm. Animal. Yeah. Have you? Ever, do you remember Animal from yeah, the Muppets? Mine. Yeah. It's I mean, I don't know. That animal from I, the Muppets. I just
0: introduced my son to uh, the Muppets two days ago. I mean, I know you don't like Jimmy Fallon, but you should see the final song he did. Uh, he's he did. You know that song, The Weight? Do you know that song? Oh yeah, I went down from Nazareth. Yeah. Like, so on his final late night show, he did that with the Muppets, ah. and they all sang it together again. Very Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and if you're not into that sort you of thing, just,
1: you just reaffirmed my beliefs. Right, <laughs> yeah.
0: and also, it, the statement I said was also true. Like it was, I I was like, ah, Jimmy Fallon the Muppets. <laughs> With the
1: I'm too cynical for him. Yeah. Well, no, who's arm, whose arm would you take?
0: Um, if I could have any like puppet from history. Yeah. I would take, and they're going to be sentient. Um, look, uh, probably um, Aussie Ostrich from um, Hey, Hey, it's Saturday. The oh, Daryl and Aussie show. Yeah, you lost me. No, yeah, a bit of local. <laughs> um, our longest running tonight show was co-hosted by a puppet. No, oh, okay. So we had a show in Australia called Hey Hey, It's Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was a very mainstream sort of, you know, tonight show. But it was it was on Saturday night, six thirty. Go for two hours, and it was an Australian icon. Like, yeah, you know, people were raised on Hey Hey, It's Saturday. Right. And even when you came, started going out or whatever, people would have Hey Hey on in the background, and everybody would watch it. Yeah. And it was very family friendly. But oh. you know, everyone because it was the biggest show in Australia. The weird thing was that, like, it's, like, so daggy and so, like, you know, they would do Red Faces, which was essentially a gong show, and they would do, like, funny headlines out of the paper and all that sort of stuff. Right. But every band had to go through there, so you'd get, like, big, credible artists having to fucking, like, answer questions from the, you know, the pink ostrich puppet. Yeah, sure. And, like, Bill Hicks did it. Bill Hicks did stand-up on hey Hey. hi Like, you know, it's... Yeah. So, yeah, Aussie Ostrich, though, was... (laughs) The show went for so long and it became so, like, it was at one stage a really funny cutting edge show but yeah. like any show that goes that long becomes sort of big and boring and bloated sure. right and you yeah, know people used to comment because the, the ostrich left but the show kept going what and, yeah you've got to know that the show's going too long when the ostrich leaves <laughs> it's a when pu- the puppet's it's a puppet like, the puppet's like I've got better I shit can't. to do I can I'm gonna start
1: doing movies the guy
0: who did the puppet was like fuck this <laughs> seriously
1: <laughs> you can't do it without me
0: the fuck we can't So, yeah, Aussie, Austria, tea was always wise, crack I gotta look him up. Um, All right. Uh, What about... uh, Okay, that's not helping. Um, Okay, that's another home and away one. Uh, Dave. Yes, I'm Dave. Since you've met Will, Christian Mills asks this. Hello, Christian Mills. Uh, Christian Mills says, Dave, since you've met Will... Have you got less or more angry in life? Oh, less. Oh, that's okay. Why? Why? It just in general? Just in general, is, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's, co- it's coincidental. It's not as a direct result of meeting me. It's probably Like, more it's in to that same it. way as like, you know, autism rates have gone up since people have started vaccinating. <laughs> but that doesn't actually mean that you are connected in any way. Uh,
1: I would say uh, mostly that's because
0: of my kid. You know it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fair. it's fair that he probably gets more credit. No, that's not Aussie Ostrich. <laughs> now, you're you're looking... Okay, I'll, I'll look him up on the computer if you want. No, that's not Aussie Ostrich it either. I don't Aussie know why ostrich. people are...
1: Well, there's a lot of ostriches here that are
0: not uh, Aussie Ostrich. All right, here ostrich. we go. Images for Aussie Ostrich. That's Aussie Ostrich right there. Oh, okay. Well, that's a cartoon of Aussie gotcha. Ostrich. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. Oh, I see. I got an Aussie. Here right. we go. I got an Aussie. Here's yeah. Daryl... See, here's Daryl Summers... And Ozzy Ostrich hosting the show together.
1: Oh, they hosted it together? Yeah, and yeah. so when Aussie went away, was it just Daryl? Yeah,
0: Daryl kept going.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. So, um, oh, here's Ozzy uh, Ostrich giving uh, Kylie Minogue a little peck oh, on the cheek.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's so <laughs> the great. little fucking ostrich,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. so cheeky. Not a lot of pictures of Aussie Ostrich on my... Uh... Okay, I'm going right, to see on. if we can find a Wikipedia for Ozzy Ostrich and we can find the... Uh, I'm sure that will It
1: sounds like something went tragically wrong at the end.
0: Oh no, there was definitely a there was definitely a falling out.
1: Between the puppet guy and the host? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Uh Daryl Summers. Look. <laughs> All right. Well, I've I've gone on the
1: Wikipedia first. <laughs> <laughs> well now it's now it's a year anniversary if we're on a Wikipedia. Right, now page. Yeah, we're looking at something on Wikipedia.
0: Finally! <laughs> Finally this podcast has kicked in. <laughs> Ozzy Ostrich, full name. <laughs> so, mm. here's the first thing you've got to know, Dave, is that uh, Aussie, uh Ostrich, not his full name. Uh, that's an abbreviation. That's ah. a colloquialism. That's uh, his nickname, if you will. Oswald? Oswald Q. Yeah. Ostrich. <laughs> sure, of course. <laughs> I mean,
1: what else would it be but Q? He's
0: an Australian television character, firstly on the Tarax show, and then on the long-running program, Hey Hey, It's Saturday. So, it came from another show. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which started as a Saturday morning cartoon show for children in 1971. In 1984, he also hosted... God, he was he was getting a lot of work. <laughs>
1: this is when it gets weird when you find out that an ostrich got more television work than you. In
0: 1984, <laughs> he also hosted an after-school children's show called oh. The Aussie Ostrich <laughs> Video Show with co-host Jackie McDonald. In October 2009, Ozzy appeared on the second Hey Hey at Saturday reunion special and made regular appearances during the show's 2010 revival series. Wow. Oh, so he came back for the comeback. Like, he was like when Flea came back for the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 like, I'm not touring with you guys, but when we're playing big gigs, I'll come back and... I can't um, believe they tried to bring it back. Aussie is a good nature... Well, they brought it back and it was on a Tuesday, which oh, really fucked up people's yeah. minds. Um, Aussie is a good-natured pink... Uh, oh, and that's when that famous blackface incident with Harry Connick Jr., do you remember that? Oh. That was on Red Faces. Really? On Hey Hey on Saturday. And oh. these guys came on and did a blackface act and Harry Connick was like... Um, <laughs> what year is it? Excuse me? You guys... <laughs> you guys are going to be pretty embarrassed when 12 Years a Slave comes out in a couple of years. That's what... Wow. Um, all right. Aussie is a good-natured pink... Uh, ostrich puppet that ported that sported a light blue mohawk hairstyle sure so essentially it it was walking the room it was <laughs> <laughs> you're daryl and greg is aussie oh uh all right aussie formed a comic duo with a host of hey hey at saturday daryl summers Producer Ernie Carroll, an experienced comedy writer who'd worked for Graham Kennedy's in Melbourne Tonight. I've mentioned Uh Graham Kennedy earlier. That was his show in Melbourne Tonight. Resurrected a puppet used for an earlier GTV9 children's program packed away in a dusty suitcase in the GTV props bay. Wow. So you know what? Every Showbiz success story has a story where they were once packed away in a suitcase. right. right?
1: Dug out of an old chest.
0: Typically... Ozzy would provide the comic foil to Summers' straight man. Oh, I bet. Oh, and because you can't and have a... Summers was a straight man. <laughs> I'm not sure that he knew that. Yeah, but he was definitely a straight man. Yeah, like Daryl Summers was like almost like Ricky Gervais's first character. <laughs>
1: oh my god.
0: I'm not sure he was always like that. I think yeah. at one stage he was actually. He just did a show for a really long time, and it's hard not to become a parody right. of yourself. Right. Particularly if you're a person like Leno, who this was a really popular mainstream program uh-huh. and those sort of programs are afraid of taking too many risks. Because oh, of course, yeah. I can see how it happens. And this was a very important program to Australia. So I, it's, it, it did become really shit, but it's kind of like one of those things where you Everyone's feel a got, bit bad hanging. To, yeah. Because it was... Um, typically Aussie would be... Okay. Blah, 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 blah. okay. Uh, summers sometimes retaliated By calling Aussie names like... And now here's an example of his rapier sharp wit. Fiberglass head.
1: Oh. Mm. Oh, because he's a puppet.
0: Yeah. But he also had more affectionate names. Like his pink feathered beaky. Ah, Yeah. The comic skill of Summers and Carol was instrumental in leading to a wider appeal of the show and a move to primetime spot on a Saturday evening. According to Hey Hey at Saturday, the book, Aussie ostrich stepped out of the case and as if under the control of a superior being, he was. Get <laughs> <laughs> a man's hand up in. That's the literal definition of being a puppet. He wasn't a sentient yeah. being. He, there was someone else controlling the puppet. Do you know how puppets work? <laughs> Walked to the host set and looked directly in the left eye of Daryl Summers. Well, I never, said Daryl. Oh, you must have, said Ozzie, And a link was formed that could only be broken by money. That's, who... <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible link. Ozzy wasn't part of Hayat Saturday for the entirety of its 28-year run. Here's the, this oh, where it gets say. weird. He replaced footballer Peter McKenna as co-host of the show's first eight weeks. Oh, so Daryl originally was co-hosting with a footballer who was replaced mm. by a puppet. Now
1: <laughs> that... Now that is a tragic story. First of all, that's hard to talk about in the locker room.
0: That's like one, that's like when Tom Selleck like passed on Indiana Jones. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and his retirement in 1994 was arguably a key factor in the demise of the show. Any information on why he retired? Does not say. Come on. Uh, But then the next line I love. But he was one of the most recognizable puppets in Australia for more than two decades. (laughs) I don't understand why they can't go into why he left the show. Oh, I want to find out now. Okay, hang on. Why did... (laughs) This is what the internet was...
1: I'm glad that people are getting the slow breakdown of the typing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, who was I'm all I'm getting is who was I'm not getting an explanation yeah. it's th- maybe this is one of Australia's deep dark secrets uh, oh
0: Aussie Ostrich Hi-Hat Saturday who was the puppeteer
1: it's yeah they're not going to go into it oh, fuck man and there's a book so it should be in the book right it's got to, I mean, I fucking want to know. So those guys must have gotten in a fight. They just must have had Ernie a fight. and uh, Daryl. Ernie and Daryl. Fuck. Boy, this is disappointing. This is, people are going to be very disappointed. No, it's a mystery. This it's a it mystery. A mystery, mystery. We'll,
0: I'll get Ozzy on sometime and we'll, we'll find out. This is very, very upsetting. All right. Karen asked this. You're diagnosed with a terminal illness with about three months of decent health left. You say goodbye to your loved ones, settle your affairs and do an intensive course in marksmanship. Can you kill someone the world would be better off without? Evil world leaders or greedy corporate parasites like Murdoch, Reinhardt, the Koch brothers. Even keep it domestic with repeat child abusers or people who rip off the elderly. (laughs) So basically what she's saying is, could you become... A vigilante, because you know that you've got. I guess it's like a Breaking Bad, except that you, instead of, yeah, is that has anyone ever done that? Must be a, that's a good idea for a TV show. Let me let like me.
1: A, yo, guy's gonna die
0: and he Die just kills and then people. just becomes a vigilante, right? Does is that's? I mean, surely somebody's done that before. That's I get a good idea.
1: I can answer this with total, certainty, one hundred percent. Yes.
0: <laughs> In fact, you can't wait. <laughs> the amount of times that I've been smoking you don't even smoke but you breathe in that smoke in the hope that you will get a terminal illness and you can finally buy a gun.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I I would love to kill the Koch brothers. Is that a bad thing to say?
0: You know what? There is that part of me that thinks there are certain people that the world would definitely be better off without and you do wonder whether the service you could do with the world would be best to like like There's no amount of joy that I can bring to the world through my comedy that would balance out the good that would be done to the world if Rupert Murdoch did not exist, right?
1: Oh, my God. If that guy never existed, the world would be so much better off.
0: But would not someone else then just be Rupert well, Murdoch? Well, that's the thing. Like, now, aren't we n- complicit in this? N- By killing just one person, we're not going to solve the problem. Right, now because you Because also can't. you become that person. That, that person then becomes a martyr.
1: Yes, well, you right? can't. You could only kill Rupert Murdoch back in time. Mm. You can't kill them now because the 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 system is set up. Right. But the Koch brothers, I don't know who would then take over, and I think it would just be fun. It would be the Koch
0: sisters. <laughs> <laughs> they give each other a high five. They're like, maybe it's our time to shine. <laughs> All right, that's interesting. Do you actually think you could kill somebody? Yes. You do really? Yeah. I mean, okay. Take out of the fact that they've harmed your wife or, or son. Okay. Could you kill somebody? Um, then that's a little bit harder. If... Because I think anyone would understand that. Yeah. Now, that's why we have laws, because you shouldn't do that. But I think anyone right. will at least understand yes. that. Right? Yes.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, given the right circumstances, yeah, I could kill someone. How do you feel right now? I'd love to just finish the
0: podcast (laughs) (laughs) happy anniversary well we got there took us a year but we fucking knew it trapped him uh christian mills asked the second question does dave ever partake in will's medicine when recording the answer to that is no the only reason i read that was because i thought you know if i didn't answer it people would
1: right you know i do not
0: smoke medicine medicine (laughs) Uh, John March asks, "Will do you see? Do you feel the positives of moving to the states have thus far outweighed the negatives, e.g., being able to foc- focus solely on stand-up versus having to do smaller gigs where people may not necessarily be coming to see you?" Yes, no, I definitely do. In fact, I don't even see that as positives and negatives. Like I enjoy those. Like I mean, I've been really enjoying. I I, I need to apologize to you, Dave, because yes, I was I, waiting for this. <laughs> We're doing this in the hundreds. I was like, as soon as he admits he wants to kill somebody, I will apologize to him. But not beforehand. I don't want to kill somebody. I could. That you could, yeah. Um, San Francisco sourdough. I was complaining. Thank you. Yeah. I was complaining on this uh, podcast about the fact that America has shit bread. And what did I say? And you said, have you tried San Francisco sourdough? Yep. And then I went to San Francisco. Yep. And I tried the and salad. And you said, ever. well, I will have this and I will
1: once again tell him how wrong he is. And then... I had it. Now, where did you have it the first time? San Francisco. But where? Were you in a restaurant? Oh,
0: Yeah, I was in a restaurant. Uh-huh, you said. Um, I went to... A, it was a restaurant. I can't even name check it because I went there two days in a row. I enjoyed my breakfast so much. Yeah. Uh, in fact... On the second day I was there, the guy asked if I was coming back the next day. And uh-huh. I said, don't be so fucking neat, Yeah, man. take it easy. Like, seriously. Let's not
1: get, make this weird. Uh,
0: it was called Sweet Maple was the name of the place. Uh-huh. And it was like, unbeknownst to me, it was recommended by a friend who lived in San Fran, but unbeknownst mm. to me, very popular place. Like, uh-huh. it was one of those things where if you didn't get there pretty early in the morning, you weren't yeah. going to get in. And it was fantastic. Like, the, the food was absolutely fantastic. And the bread. So, Like, wh- on the last day I was there, I ordered two serves was of
1: bread. Was it toast? Yeah
0: yes toast
1: with butter on it
0: yes but they have butter at the table so you could put your butter yeah. on yourself if that's you ever if you
1: ever have sourdough that is exactly how you should first san francisco sourdough, that's exactly how you should first have it
0: right but you know what san francisco sourdough is called in australia what bread <laughs> that's what bread is that's what all bread is that's what the baseline of bread should be bread that tastes at least that good And then you can have different types of sourdough and different variations on the minimum standard of bread. It shouldn't be like fucking Lord of the Rings where you have to travel through the fucking mountains to this one place that has the thing. That's That's, what bread is.
1: But here's the thing about America. We take every single type of food and we bland it down to make it as cheap as possible and then it's all bad. Most of our food is bad. You have to actually seek out... You really have to seek out good food here.
0: It was ama- anyway, it was amazing. I also very much enjoyed uh, San Francisco. It was my first time there doing gigs. I should give the people a shout out um, who came out because a bunch of people who listen to this podcast and listen to oh, your podcast and whatever yeah. came out to the shows. Um, I did a split bill with Dave Hill, a really funny uh-huh. comedian from New York. I really enjoyed performing with him. That was yeah. really cool. And then um, I did the, the prompter show, which was the first time I've done that and done a good job, which was nice feeling. Oh, I really? That's, yeah.
1: That's the one I like.
0: It's... Um, I'd I'd done it twice previously and Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'd done a great job at either and it's by the people who do set list and I love doing set list and you know really think that I you know I enjoy doing it and people seem to enjoy me doing it and I was like it was really annoying me that I couldn't quite like do a good prompter and I had a really good one so I was really it was fun and I was happy with that and then uh, I did Kurt Brunella's show and I did uh, set list on the Saturday night now Uh set list was at Cobb's comedy club. right
1: I heard right before Bring the Rock
0: right before Bring the Rock yeah totally so firstly I stayed around and watched Bring the Rock mm-hmm. Greg's show it was so great Dave. yeah it's, like, good show. It's, it's I did so, it last year I think it was last year man like it was had a massive crowd him like in front of the band like telling the jokes like people coming out doing the, the rock stories man I'll tell you who impressed me in a way and uh, I'm gonna say the first half of this sentence even though I would really like to go on at midnight and <laughs> like I don't want anyone to take this out of context. he, but doesn't, he doesn't listen to anything. Th- no, but I've, look I, I've always admired Chris Harwick, the the businessman,, yes. if that is, like I like that he's built this thing and provided this, and like you know yeah, and I don't resent anyone being that person, like mm-hmm. you know, sure. and he seems to work really hard, but I'd never really seen him. Be like what I would call like balls out funny. Yes, but this show was—he told a couple of fucking great like rock stories and then did, like again, musical parody comedy. Not necessarily like right. my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, but he did. He um, he sang Dead or Alive in the Bane voice as Bane Jovi. Uh huh. And then did this song that he'd written like, because he told the story about like Tom Cruise and him played the same person in Rock of Ages and he told like an anecdote about that. And and then did this like parody 80s like song that he'd written. Yeah. Um, And it was so fucking great was so fucking funny, man. He was really
1: good when he was in Hard and Firm.
0: Mate. And well, that's the stuff it was. And I think the song he did at the end might have even been a Hard and Firm song. Yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds familiar. Fuck, man. Like... So funny. Like yeah. everyone on that lineup was funny. Karen Kilgareth was on. She was yeah. really funny. Like there's a bunch of people on who are really, really great. But Hardwick fucking closed a massive fucking show. And I was really. Wow. It was That's like one awesome. of those things where it's, it's nice to see someone who's doing really well mm-hmm. and you've never quite understood why that person, rather than the right. myriad of other people, and then see them just be like awesome and go, oh, yeah, okay, right. You know what? That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, <clears throat> so I did the set list show beforehand, and again, it was such a fucking amazing lineup of like comedians. Um, Emily Heller, if people haven't heard of her, oh, she's, she's like funny. Yeah. so fucking funny, and doing yeah. set list was like it was her second time doing the show, and mm-hmm. just like Eric Andre was on the show, Matt Kirshen, yeah, who's always funny. brilliant at set list. Yeah. Um, but uh. Two of my favorite fucking acts from like the 90s, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Gilbert Gottfried and Bobcat Goldsmith. Oh, yeah. Riding the lineup. And both those guys still really fucking funny guys. Yeah, to be they honest. are. Particularly in that set list environment. Yeah. And, and I was lucky enough that I got to like close the show. Yeah. Which felt a bit fucking daunting, to be honest, at the start. Cause, but that was such a great... Like the whole fucking San Francisco crowd, like from start to finish, really were up for the whole... Like, I love doing shows down there. Yeah. They're really good audiences. That's awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. So uh, Anyway, so that was my answer to, are oh, things going well? Yes, they're going, going well, thank you. But I'm coming back to Australia to earn my money to pay for it all, so please come <laughs> and see my tour. Illuminati <laughs> starts in Adelaide in a couple of weeks, then Brisbane Comedy Festival, Melbourne Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival. Um, I know we have to finish up in a minute, mate, because you've got to go to an um, um, audition. But um, let's just uh, flick are through. How have we been going? How long have we been going? Oh, about an hour and a half, I suppose. Oh, that's like that. fine. Um, okay. So, what's well, it's, it's yeah, the... Yeah, it's the big one. Edition. It's the blowout. You might as well. Yeah. Okay. What about... Um, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Well, this one's a, you know... Uh, Gabrielle Forster says, how has podcasting changed you? And do you see yourselves doing this well into the future? Interesting. That's an interesting question for me to ask you. Um, well, my career would be over. If it wasn't for yeah, podcasting? I think so. You honestly believe that's true? You I think believe it's would true. Just...
1: I, I couldn't get any traction anywhere. No right. one would give me a break. So the only way I found an audience is through podcasting. And it continues to grow and people continue to know me. So, yeah, I wouldn't have a career.
0: Yeah. It's, um, I'm amazed constantly at... Um, and it was the thing I was saying about like you're going home and getting to go in and do all those radio shows. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, this is great. But fuck, you'd enjoy yourself more if you had a podcast. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what do you see the future of podcasting looking like? Can it stay a free form of entertainment forever or will it be monetized soon enough and become a subscription thing or become part of podcast networks and be censored in some sort of form? Really interested to hear your thoughts. Well, this is a good, like we can talk a little bit about like the ATC thing because mm. we're part of like the All Things Comedy podcast network, yeah. which... I mean, from my point of view, it hasn't really changed the way I did this podcast at all. Right. But it's meant that, you know, I get to go down to Largo and do like some shows with some really fucking cool comics. Yeah. And, you yeah. Know, and the, other
1: things will happen that will, you know, open up other opportunities, a tour or whatever. Right. Uh, how, how, you know, I think that, I think that I don't think it'll be monetized in that way. They'll just be advertising
0: on I mean, podcasts. for people to be able to do it like as much, I mean, I'm lucky in, in a lot of ways like this is kind of my hobby like right. i was doing an interview then they were ask me about what are your hobbies and i was like well if the definition of hobby is that you do something because you're passionate about it and it costs you heaps of money and the reward <laughs> you get from it is that you enjoy doing it but there's yeah. no real financial reward yeah. then this is my hobby yeah, this, this is the is... thing that like i earn money doing my shows and and whatever else and yeah. i put that into like going here's the thing i like doing as a hobby right. but not everybody who does a podcast has that luxury to be able to do that and if at some stage, if my other shit fell over, maybe I wouldn't have the luxury to oh, do right. that. So for me, it's kind of, all I ask of people is say, like, if we put up a t-shirt, buy a t-shirt or if Like, you know, if I'm doing a show near you and you think you would enjoy that, come and see my show. Yeah. But for some other people, they're going to be like, well, how can I? And some of that's going to be ads. No that's one really knows. A lot of it's but- going to be
1: ads. I think Jimmy Pardo leaving the, the subscription model is an example of where it's...
0: Oh, has I left the subscription yes, model?
1: Yes, and his, his audience is clearly greatly increased. Right. Uh, what's going to happen with podcasting is once everyone has a smartphone, right now it's like 66% of people have a smartphone. Once everyone has a smartphone, and then the next thing will be cars, so either like ATC will be the official podcasting network of Ford or whatever happens, right. then once podcasts are in cars, then it will become really mainstream. do you think it will
0: change the content or do you think we'll be able to like hold on to the content?
1: It depends. Like what they'll, maybe there will be independent ones, but I don't think ATC will ever be, no one's ever going to be able to say to the all things comedy network, your comedians can't do this. Right. But other networks. And I'm
0: enjoying this old Milwaukee beer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, uh, all right, there was a, I'm going to belt through this, but there's a couple of interesting ones here. Um, uh, Haley asks, if for some reason you had to merge Charlie and Dave, would you rather have Dave's head with Charlie's body oh. or Charlie's head with Dave's body? I'm gonna ask you first. Well both both of those things <laughs> favor Charlie.
1: <laughs> 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 well, first of all, Charlie's a really good looking guy who's in good shape. Right. I'm I guess I'm attractive, but uh,
0: I'm out of shape. Yeah, no, I'm going to merge um, Charlie's head with your body. Really? Because I, th- I think I can whip your body into shape, <laughs> But I'm not sure what I can do about your head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair
0: enough. Uh, Fair enough. Um, uh, anyway, if you there's a T-shirt that has both their faces on it that you can buy to store merchandise. All the profits go to Earbuds, the podcasting documentary. Um... Uh, all right here we go uh will you're captured by a sadistic james bond style villain he presents a dilemma to test your vegetarian resolve he gives you a chicken and tells you to kill and then eat it if you don't he will kill two more chickens what do you do kill and eat the chicken i'm fine with that (laughs) i mean that's just i mean that but why not let all three chickens die I don't want all three chickens. Then someone day. else could eat them. No, 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 no. Like I mean, I want the chickens to live. I don't like to directly kill an animal, but like in a situation like that, I've saved like. But two I feel like you're not or, killing um, the animal. Well, I'm not killing either of them. I don't want to kill the animal. I just want to eat the... Oh no! Yeah, I have to kill it. Then eat it. So, but do you get to cook it? Oh, well, I hope so. <laughs> I, I didn't hear that, that was good. part of the. Uh... That's a good point. <laughs> um, Samuel Taylor asks After listening to Will Hip praise on Sherlock, I'm now addicted to the TV series. Could you both recommend your favourite TV series of uh, 2013 2014? Do you have a favorite TV? I mean, right yet? now
1: it's True Detectives. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's, it might that, be the we best thing ever. We watched that together the other night. Yep. uh
0: But th- I think it was the second episode, maybe. Yeah. On my TV, that needs to be uh, what does it need to be recalibrated? recalibrated. Someone just sent me an email uh, about how to do that. I've got a brand new TV, and uh, it, it I had noticed what you'd noticed that, like, because so, it's like it needs to be anyway. It needs to be recalibrated. That's yeah. something it that needs to be done, but. The weirdest thing about that night we watched because we like recorded a podcast and yeah. then like your your wife was away and you're yeah. like I was like well why don't you just like stay we'll get some pizza we'll watch like yeah. you know, True Detective it's like a good show, and it it was it was a great episode too, great except but I have like a massive fucking television and there is like a really graphic sex scene with a hot
1: maybe one of the hottest women I've ever seen on television like not like, even
0: my type so hot that she's not my type and right. she, but, but she was my type. <laughs> <laughs> like other women that would like this woman out my top, right? This woman looking like that woman, yeah. Was my top, and we were just like, it was that weird awkwardness where you're like, <laughs> hey, bro, hey, so hey, hey bro. bro, what's going <laughs> on <clears throat> on
1: the other side of the couch over Sorry.
0: there? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good. I would d- definitely recommend people check that out.
1: And and uh, I'm right now watching and in love with the Americans
0: oh i've heard that's really good i, I just started it. watching it it's fantastic i've been watching a lot of terrible shows i've been watching uh-huh. almost human i've been watching intelligence I've oh been watching, man i've been what are you doing oh uh, you know what i've been writing and when i'm writing qu- quite often i'd like to watch a show that i don't really like i can't watch a game of thrones or a breaking Bad or right like i did t- when the new walking dead came out the other day i took like an hour off and watched it I when thought... sherlock came out i watched like the episode but yeah I can watch, like, Almost Human, like, right, while i right, doing right, something right. else. So. And,
1: ha- and Hannibal is my other one. I love right, Hannibal. Hannibal's
0: fantastic. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to quickly go through this. There's a lot of questions we'll get to. Oh, did Will try Sourdough Buried in San Fran? Already answered that one, Shannon. Yeah. Um, On it. Uh, oh, here we go. Luke Robinson asks, Will, if you had the choice of deleting the Batman trilogy for fixing your hips, would you do it? Oh. <sighs> my god I don't want to be a part of this question I'd choose the movies I'd choose the movies the movies have brought me more joy than my hips ever have I can smoke something to dull the pain of my hips I would rather I can't smoke something to dull the pain of losing the Batman trilogy in my heart
1: I would rather you be in pain than those movies go away I say that as a
0: friend I, I think we're closer because of that <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ryan Dean says Will, I respect you and your intellect immensely Well, you're already mistaken there, Ryan How do you justify watching Green Arrow? Well, firstly, it's called Arrow, mate Get it Uh-oh. correct? Secondly, you know what I I, I understand the point you're making But if I watch 10 fucking years of Smallville I am not in any position to be pointing the no. fucking finger at Arrow There's all we Arrows, have- like better than Smallville. And I watch all of Smallville. And then we so. all have
1: crap we watch that's bad. I watch a show called Grimm. It's terrible. I watch it every week. It's yeah. not a
0: good show. Yeah, I'm like that with Arrow. It's... Uh, I suspect I'm like that with person of interest, but I pre- try to pretend that's a good show. <laughs> yeah, that show. Like, I, it's, I, I try can't. to pretend in my head, and like, no, it's a good show. Oh, I then, watched
1: the pilot and I was like, And oh. then Amy
0: asked me, she was like, would I enjoy it? And I was like, and, uh, Probably no. Don't. Probably means it's not a good show.
1: You would start asking shirts. questions <laughs> and then the show would be over.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, if, uh, Tom asks, if your personality could be summarized in a color or scent combination, what would it be? Well, what's your personality and smell? Um, brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm not even going to go on with that. Uh, and uh, both, but that's
1: the smell and the colour.
0: Okay, here we go. Well, let's finish on this one because time travel is a good, a good, as good a place as any to to finish this podcast on. Uh, Brie asks if you could travel to any era, where would you go? Back or forth to any particular event? Mm.
1: Have I ever told you my time traveling thing? The one place I'd like to time travel? Tell me. I think I've told you this. Well, probably. Uh, but like so there's a, there, was a, there was a big um, conference in Chicago, and uh, this guy was giving a big presentation in front of thousands of people. And he had a big screen behind him, and he was you know hitting buttons on his computer, and different photos were coming up. And all of a sudden, I popped the photo of a naked boy, oh, and yes. then he kept yes. flipping through it. Yes. And if I could travel in yeah. time, I wouldn't want to go to a specific time. I would want to go to things like that and just sit in the back and laugh and then go to the next thing like that like like we were talking about this last night about that audition where I I yelled out I'm a pirate in the middle of the audition I I
0: admit that if I could time travel to that moment after I killed Hitler and did some other shit that I have to do I would definitely check that out yeah but there's no guarantee you could kill Hitler next time and next time you next time you saw me you'd be looking at me like you went there, didn't you? Did you, <laughs> you fucking went there. Um, I would go back to uh, that last week I had before my 40th and just fucking do it all over again. Do time. it all over yeah. again? Yeah, I would do that. That would be unreal. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. I appreciate that you've stuck with us for an entire year. Um, as I said, the the T-shirts are available now at Astor Merchandise. Uh, the guest, Charlie, number one, with Dave saying, I think, faux flamp on the t-shirt i think you say There's is that what little, it says i, it says Lamp? I couldn't sample. read it on my yeah i can't quite bring it up now but uh it's a really fun t-shirt james fosdyke did that so check that out uh dave where can people find you
1: uh i'm on twitter at dave anthony and i'm on uh, a podcast called walk in the room and i'll be on marin in may so and Cham- i have an album out called shame chamber
0: oh yeah shame chamber definitely support that that's always a good one to remember yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, My tour with Illuminati starts uh, March 2 in Adelaide, then Brisbane, then Melbourne, then Sydney Comedy Festival. Uh, So please uh, go and check that out. I would uh, really appreciate that. I am uh, overwhelmed with how well uh, some of it's selling already. Those Sydney shows aren't until May and they're nearly sold out. So please get in quick if you want to come and see those. Um, And uh, thanks for supporting the podcast over the last year. It's been really fun to uh, bring it to you. Dave, uh, do you want to sign out for the one-year anniversary?
1: Happy anniversary. (laughs)
0: Ha <laughs> ha